You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Hunters and dribblers, welcome. Uh, I'm still having issues with my mic arm. Yep. I think we can start there, Tom. Yep. Why? Because it's annoying. I also want to point out that we have accidentally dressed exactly the same today. Well, great minds. Yeah, that is true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like your hat. Yeah, I like your hat. It's cool. Where'd you get that? Uh, dude, look, I don't want to go into where I got it, but it's a uh, pretty cool hat. That'd look pretty fucking sick in summer. They would look good in summer. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Pan and pierce down the mm, barlow. Yeah. Ooh, and that. people like stopping and looking at you going, dude, that's a cool hat. Uh, ever heard of a head turner? Yeah. I it, have. Your hat, your hat's a head turner. Dude, so is yours. Oh, really? Thanks. Yeah. You know what else I want to point out? <laughs> if, you're, if you're not watching on YouTube, you probably should. Uh, we, thanks to our friends at Steeden, have an official Hello Sport Steeden. When you talk about like, you know, uh, moments where you achieve things you didn't realise you wanted to set out to achieve, I'd say that a Hello Sport Steeden might have been one of them. I consider this our greatest achievement. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? Steeden made us a Hello Sport fucking Steeden. Like, that is chippy the top. That's fucking... We've got yourself. our own Steeden. We've got our own Steeden. Now, they made it for us. Some of you might be like, oh, you're trying to sell it? Like, no, we're not... We're not selling them. We're not slaves to the corporate dollar like that. These aren't for sale. No. I mean, you could sell them. <laughs> They'd fly off the shelves. I mean, shelves. I'm, I'm, we're not ruling it out now that I think but about like, it. But, like, this isn't a sample. No. Put it that way. Steeden no. made it for us. Bespoke. In honour of our success, which was a nice touch. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Lifetime Achievement Award from Steeden. That's right. It's, <laughs> it's, it is, in a sense, our own Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. Earned after True. just a mere five years. Well, that's a lifetime to some. To yeah. five-year-olds it is anyway. To ants? How long do they live? Bruh. We'll get Dave onto that as we continue. But I would say that an, a five-year-old ant would be the equivalent of a 200-year-old human. Do you reckon? How do you know? I don't. Exactly. No, uh, uh, the longest ants I think can live up to four years, but a lot of ants it seems like live. That's a, a lifetime. That is of a sorts for ants. It is. Yeah. So I was right. You weren't wrong. Yep. You weren't wrong. Now, <clears throat> shock horror. There's a lot for us to get through today. It's a, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting podcast today. But bit on. One of the things that we have to do to get out of the way officially is it's weigh-in day. It is weigh-in day. It's weigh-in day, baby. Now. Like I got a prize fighter like going a prize fighter. the fucking wall, bro. I got a way in. And How are you feeling? I'm feeling light, but I don't know whether that's true or not. Have you eaten today? No. Good call. Have Good you drunk call. water? No. Good call. What do we need to beat? We've got to beat 94. So you need to be 93.9 and you're sweet. And I'm good. Okay. So and I was 104 kilos when I started with Josh Ellis Flint and Brunty Blueys back in August. Yeah. It's been a long journey. No beer. No. Haven't alcohol. had a lick of alcohol. Fucking impressive. Yeah. When I started it, there was not a real part of me that thought I would do it. So is this three months? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's three months. You didn't think you'd do it? No. No, I didn't. Like, I thought I'd lose some weight. 10 kilos sounds like a fuckload. It is a fuckload. Well, it is a fuckload. It's, that's what I mean. At the start, it's kind of like daunting. You're like, dude, as if that's going to happen. It's actually happened way easier. The, only th- the hardest part about it, I think, is like the duration of time that you need to be committed to it. But like... The actual, it falls off if you just don't drink and fucking don't eat like shit. You obviously exercise as well, but like diet is just, everyone always said it and you're always like, yeah, cool, all right. And it's like, well, actually, if you don't drink fucking heaps of piss, 
Well, like we've always said, having a schooner is like having four fucking slices of white bread. It's like a loaf of bread. So when you get on the schooners, you're basically getting on the loaves. Now, do I think that I'm going to be like easily under? No. I don't like, I'm not 100% sure. Are here. you worried? No, I'm not. Have you? Did you weigh in before you got here just to check? Uh, I weighed in this morning, but I just sort of went, oh, that looks sweet. And then, and then went, right? So like I just jumped on. But I was also like not really, it's sort of like a habitual thing. Now, if I am not under 94 kilos, I have to get the Olympic rings tattooed on my torso, which I'm not excited about if that does happen. And I don't think Steph will be happy either. But a bet's a bet. A bet's a bet. How big would you get it? I wouldn't get it tiny, but I wouldn't get it huge because I think tiny looks dumber almost. It's like what the fuck. But like, I think I think if you're gonna get them, get them the size that Olympians get them. Get them so it looks like I've got an Olympic. Like I'm trying to claim that I went to the Olympics. That's what I kind of because at the end of the day, if I'm gonna get it. I want it to be at least kind of funny and have a story about Whenever it. Whenever I see the Olympic rings, which admittedly is not that often, but I saw it at fucking... At when you cur- see it on a person. When I saw, I saw it on a bloke at Curly like, like a couple of weekends ago, and I was like, he's been at the Olympics. That was my first thought. That's all you think, right? And that's what people would think when they saw you. Yeah. They're like probably a trap shooter or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's certainly not an athlete per se. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Eddie, I think let's just get that out of the way so we can get into the podcast. What do you reckon? All right. So, I'm going to have to remove shoes, my watch, you know, hat, t-shirt. I reckon shorts are okay. If I'm, look, if I'm cutting close to weight, you best believe I'm going to have to get Well, we have to get the tail up. Like they do in the UFC yeah, when they get the fucking undies off and shit. Put your steed over the car. But you got to come over here and Thanks, mate. Now, is that bang on zero? Uh, is that up to code? Look, it's got to be up to code. That's yeah, that's bang on. That's absolutely bang on. How am I framed, Dave? Yeah, you're good, don't worry. Don't let your girlfriends watch this video, otherwise, you know. Looking good, bro. I'm looking better than I was. Let's put it that way. Now he is. Ooh, fucking! It's, uh, he's about yeah. He's under ninety four. Stand still. I'm trying, mate. You're like ninety three. Is that two four six? Yeah, you're like ninety three point nine. <laughs> like you're fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's like a slither. It's like a slither under ninety four. That was. That was heavier than I thought I was this morning. I was looking at that going, holy fuck, you're over. (laughs) I was down there trying to work it out. I'm like, what do those lines indicate? The lines indicate... When you started going like... So they're like... Let's pick it up so we're in frame here. But so the line... So like, that's 10, so that's 5. So it's like on a, you know, 1... Oh no! So you were ninety. You were ninety-two. Oh, good. Yeah, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, fuck. Because I, I thought that was one. I was looking at one up here, stones. And so then I was just reading them as two kilos, oh, each of those lines. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, he's 92. He's 92. Ooh, dude, I was, I was like... Well, you're like 91.9. I'm not, am I under 92? It'd be 91.9. Ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. With the pants off, with the kid off, with the fucking... If I was butt naked. Yeah. You'd be 91.9. Pretty good. So, what's, so, 90, so let's say 92. I was 104. That's 12 kilos. I'm, I'm prepared to put a one in front of it. And say what? Say, 91, say, say 91? I'm prepared to say what? 91.9. 91, because it was. Well, that's what it was. That's what it was. So I've lost 
What's the math? 104 to 91. That's almost 15 kilos. Well, sorry, 14 kilos. You've lost 12.1. 12.1. Yeah, but I'm rounding up to 15. <laughs> well, that would be 89. <laughs> and you're 91.9. <laughs> but I'm with you. Like, mate, if you're, if you're rounding, yeah. round up. Yeah, you definitely. You got to round, round up, up to the nearest 10. So you've lost 20 kilos. <laughs> Um, look, good to get that out of the way. I am going to have my first proper drink on the 30th. I think we've got it locked in at the Clavelli Hotel. Bowls. Bowls. Cl- the Bolo. Sure, I'm pretty sure it's the Bolo. No, it's the one. It's the Clavelli. Didn't he say the Bolo? Or was it Cl- Clavelli Hotel? The Clavelli Hotel, which is like across the road from his house. I, I think. Clavelli Hotel. Yeah, Hotel. Not okay. Bolo. Not sure. Bolo. But for the races, we're going to go down there, sink a couple... And then go in and do the live stream of Derby Day. Yep. Right here. Anyway. Right here, right now. Thank you again to Josh Ellis Flint, who I could not have done it. Lost the weight without. Like, he was fucking... It was so good. And go and find Bronte Blues on Instagram. A couple of dribblers he was telling me have already... He's got a couple of dribblers over. Has he? Yeah. So we love that. He's doing an eight-week challenge from November... It's limited spots. It's like a team training thing, which is also good. That was part of the best bit about it for me. It was like, obviously he's a mate of mine, but like doing like exercise. I did it with the listens and shit as well. Like just doing some of that group training stuff was actually quite fun. It just made it not feel like you were just getting pounded into the earth by an individual. But anyway, Bronte Blueys, thank you to Josh. 15, 20 kilos I've lost. Call but it I'm, 20. I'm gonna, we'll call it 20. I'm going to keep going though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Going like, to keep pushing? Well, Do like, you want to say that eight? I wouldn't mind, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting into the eights. I haven't been to the eights since I was like 18, so that'd be ridiculous. An eight would be nice. An eight would be silly. The main thing, again, is just like diet. And look, to be fair, since Zoe's come along, I've eaten two pizzas this week. Yeah, but they're easy to eat. They probably won't show up until a couple of weeks. No, they're not going to. Well, it's funny. I've always wondered, when does that show up? Josh was saying it shows up in a couple of weeks. Like, I th- again, I paraphrase everything he says. So if I'm saying anything wrong, you know what I mean. Right like, way. if I'm eating a pizza, right, and I don't know the fucking the science, obviously, but I I eat it, and then some. There's like excess fat that my body then stores. Shouldn't it be stored there and then? What it says here, it says your calories start the process of turning into fat as soon as four hours after eating them but it would take a couple weeks of eating too many calories for that fat to show up in a noticeable or meaningful way. So if you're keeping a relatively tight ship calorie intake to exercise wise, you're fine. You can fuck around a little bit. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? It just is you don't think about it that way. It's just like, hey, just don't fuck around all the time. Fuck around a little bit. <coughs> Not all Balance. the time. Balance. Balance. <coughs> Yin and yang. The yin and the yang. If you, if you run a relatively tight ship during the week, try and keep it lean, keep it mean, keep it keen. Mm. You know, pound the pavement, yeah. do some fucking push-ups, all that shit. Then on the weekend, you can have your fucking loaves and you can have your regalos and you can have your KFC. And, and your pizzas. Be, and your pizzas and be a gluttonous pig. But you've got to work hard Monday to Friday. Earn it. You've got to work hard Monday to Thursday at the least. My, let's say Monday to Thursday, because Thursday, Thursday I think, night I think, 40... I think if you've got a four-night to three-night ratio, four-day to three-day... Yeah. Sunday, you have one bad meal. Cheap meal Sundays, as The Rock would well, say. Well, that's what I was thinking as well. If I go out, like I have breakfast, and then I might have like a really small lunch, and then I'm on the piss all day Saturday, and I don't have dinner, <laughs> and then I get up the next day and just have a big meal on Sunday, have I like, am I losing weight? <laughs> 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 I 
Do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know. So you're saying because you didn't eat anything on Saturday. Well, yeah. And I only had one meal <laughs> on, on Sunday. Sunday. Which might be fucking a lot of KFC or Chinese. Yeah. I certainly think... Is there something in that? There's more to look... There's more to be explained. Let's put it that way. I'm not convinced either way. After hearing the way you explain it, I'm starting to think that that's maybe a healthier option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could right? Hello Sport diet, dude. Let's release like a Jenny d- Craig, but Hello Sport. Yeah, yeah. But let's release a diet book. <laughs> didn't think we were doing that when we came in today. No, we didn't. Is that one of the best photos you've ever seen? Sorry, people, nice. you'll never see it. But just like in terms of amazing places in the world, it's like where there's some like Tibetan fucking shrine in a cave. Don't worry, that opens up. Look, that opens up. We're off topic. We're off topic. You'll never see it. Do you a- count calories? No, I don't. I don't even understand it. Do what I, what I find strange about calorie counting, and this might sound stupid, but how the fuck does one count them? It doesn't say on the side how many calories. Yeah, it does. But like, what if you eat like a fucking lasagna? Well, or a salad. I think everything you buy has to have like the the what it had like. By what if you make you, a spag bowl? Well, that's your. It's on you, bro. You got to know what the calorie of the meat you're putting in. The calorie, like that's which again. Then you got to weigh your food and shit. That's and that's psychotic shit, which I would never do. You know what I mean? Some people do it. I think that's how you get fucking jacked. Weighing your food. Well, yeah, calorie counting. Because you got to be really. You got to be really fucking. But I think all these like surely it's an approximation. Yeah, but all, all these apps have things where you're just like, I had a spag bowl, and it'll tell you how many calories is like an average yeah. spag bowl. But like friend of the show Luke Bracey, when he I remember when he was getting ready for a movie once. I think it was that like, what's the no no what's the, no, the November note, Man? No, the Notebook Writer. Oh, guy you one. always forget the name of that one. Anyway, it was the, some the Nathan the Sparks, the Sp- right. Nicholas Sparks one. He had to be like fucking jacked, jacked. Or maybe, uh, whatever. He had a fucking guy that was basically given to him and had to, this guy gave him like, oh, and then you've got like a few hundred grams of pineapple and then a lit, like everything was to the fucking letter. And then, and then the exercise was the same. And that was like, he had to get shredded as fuck in like eight or nine weeks, I think, or 12 weeks. F- just for like one shirtless scene. So like, I'm not living my life like that. What did you say? It was like to have a six pack, you got to be a sick fuck. Wasn't that a, an Eddie Simpson quote? Well, my quote was more that if you've got a six pack, <laughs> quote yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. If you if if you have a six pack and it's not your job, then I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, because it's a f- like. So there's there's two rules of thumb. If it's your job, or if you're like, there are natural. Like, there are natural six-packs. There's six guys that will just roll out of yeah. bed with six-packs, like Jack Freeman. I haven't seen him before. Like, he doesn't do Oh, it. really? Does he have a, nat- a natty six-pack? It's pack? sort of there. And I know for a fact he does fuck all and he doesn't eat that well. A streety. A streety as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just see like, it. Streety does one push-up and he's fucking ripped Streety had a six-pack when we were eight years old and it was like, what the fuck, Yeah. Dude? So there's those people. But then if you're putting in the fucking... The hours and to, it's not your job and it's not your job all the eating you got to be super disciplined i'm like fucking hell bro something's up what's up what's up you you talk spark, to me. you spark my interest yeah. put it that way talk to me you're right yeah i start to get alarm bells ring yeah red flags not necessarily bad red flags you do you punters and dribblers you do you i'm just saying if i see it i start to go hmm. we'll ask questions um that being said eddie that being said um 
we've got a couple of things to get to. Obviously, there is sport. Sometimes we keep the Thursday pod for just like dribble and yarn. But if there's sport to be spoken about, we will get to it. We'll get to it shortly. There we is will. Something, there's a bit on. There's a bit on. Now, Dave, while we're here, just before, like, can you just start doing some research around like the psychology of uh, a person who creates like a burner account? Just see if there's any articles. We've had we've had run-ins with burners before uh, in this line of work, which they're a funny breed. The burner they're a breed. funny breed. The burner account. Do you reckon they have like their own fucking? Is there like a little burner world where they just sort of like? Let me put it this way: No one starts a burner account to like be friendly. No one's like going to start a burner account. Be like, dude, love the fucking <laughs> new hats. Yeah. You know, it's always because they have like an urge to talk shit, but they aren't comfortable enough to talk shit. Well, they're asking something. Well, they're fucking scared. It would seem. Now, listen, we've we have uh, prided ourselves on being able to take licks and give licks, right? It's just what it's the name of the game. You got to do it. There is an element though where you go like, if you're going to be man enough to give it to give out licks, then you should be man or woman enough to. Give from your own personal, like from your account. You know what I mean. Put a face to the to the licks. No, there's a general rule of thumb, Tom. If you want to give the licks, you got to take them. Mm. You'll be able to take the licks. And if you can't, take that's a why lick- when Manly lose, we put in fucking fifty dribbles in a row of us getting licked near to death. Correct. It's that's just the name of the game. But we don't hide behind it. No, you don't hide behind. We just licks. go, bro. This is it. This is what it's about. But if you're gonna lick us and then you're gonna do it from a burner account, then we're like, ooh, what's going on here? What's this? Now, this has got a bit of cross-pollination from Hello Sport and the number one betting show on the planet, About Even. So, last week on About Even, the Rain Man himself, our professional gambler, Michael Pride, he puts up, he picks four golfers every week that he thinks he's going to win. He's pretty fucking good at it. Of the four golfers he picked, two of them were Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnston. He went hard on Dustin Johnson. He was like, I'm very bullish on this boy. Very bullish. Turns out Dustin Johnson shit the bed. Did nothing. But Rory McIlroy, who he also picked, won the damn thing. Golf, very hard to pick, Eddie. Very hard to pick. And Michael provided some serious value for the punter and the dribbler. But in doing the Dustin Johnson dance, we saw a very funny video pop across our punters and dribblers page, which was where basically it was made like bagging out Michael for his bullish shit tip. Yeah, fair we, enough. Fair enough, mate. We loved it. We reshared it on about even. It was good gear. And then, you know, that's what happens, right? You put in a bed, it goes well. You fucking toot your horn, it goes shit. You cop some. Anyway, we talked about it on the about even this week. And this guy who you, punters and dribblers would see him on, would know him on the punters and dribblers page because he's always there. Like he's loud as fuck. He's always giving his opinion. Like what, that's, what, that's what it's there for. He has then started bagging Michael on the YouTube comments. Yeah, really. Sookie, baby, like, really, like, weak, weak sort of bagging. Not good, like, Sookie, Rain Man, fucking, you can't handle it. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And he sent, like, 500 comments. And we're like, dude, this guy is Mate, and the rest. He's up all night fucking coming your way, mate. Just like if you're gonna not much going on. Well, clearly, but like if you're gonna leave a comment, like just leave one chunk. We'll get through it, and then and then that'll be it. We'll reply. We won't. Or like, yeah. but he's left like four hundred, and they're sporadic. They're yeah, all over the place. mate. And like the grammar's fucked, and just anyway. What had a couple of turkeys? He, yeah, he might have. He might have. Now 
it's then since come to our attention that a Michael overnight was tagged in like fucking eight or nine stories on an Instagram account for a, a, a show, like a fucking podcast, which you won't name because we don't know, you don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but it would seem to us like, so basically what my, the way Michael was tagged in it was like all the things, that, all the comments that were left in the YouTube page were then the exact same rhetoric in the comment section of this Instagram page for a, for a podcast but it was from the podcast channel and then they all got deleted and then we did some dioring on the fucking guy who happens to follow people who are linked to the podcast and it's just like right so what was that about like what are we what are we doing there because because like if is you that gonna, a fuck up? Is that a fuck up? Like, do you... So, and the reason why is that's... Is that a, a fuck up? Because, like, if you've got multiple Instagram accounts, like, Eddie and I both share the Hello Sport one, the About Even one, then we've got our personal ones. So you've obviously got to flip through. You might be in your personal one and accidentally you post... Check. A, you You might accidentally post a Hello Sport fucking thing into your personal one as opposed to your... So we're like, does this motherfucker have multiple accounts? He's running a burner, which is embarrassing to start with, if it is the case. Then starts bagging out Michael, which again is fine if you put your name to it, has then realised that he's fucked up. Deleted them all. Deleted them all, cowardly. And is now like just probably sitting there in the bushes like, oh shit, does anyone notice that? Does anyone notice that I might have a burner account? Or if he did, or they intended to share it to that page, which is fine. Fucking own it. Own it. Don't, don't delete don't it. Don't delete them. But it seems like it's so incongruous. Put up, put up your funny tweets. They're yeah. hilarious. Yeah, they were good. Keep <laughs> them up there. It was, <laughs> was fucking... They, they were fucking they hilarious, were funny. bro. They were so good. The reason I don't think it's a legit one, like, is in the reason I think it's a burner, or at least put it this way, if you're going to share them to an Instagram page of a completely separate podcast, why? I don't know. Why? And also, know. like, in the comments section because on the there's YouTube... there's no context No, there's, that's what I mean, right? They're out of context. Unless your <laughs> audience... Unless you are, like, a proxy fucking podcast for our shows where you just talk about all the shit we do on the betting show or here, it just makes no sense. What was also interesting, Eddie, was in the comments of the YouTube, they brought up our families, which was weird. One of the comments was like, <clears throat> you got public families and you've got bread to try and get. I'm like, who, firstly, who says bread? Like, who says bread... Uh, seriously. Well, I see, I see, I don't understand that comment at all. So Public families. Wait, well, that's, I'm like, what do you mean public families? He's like, you don't want to come after the Dorito crew. I'm like, hold on a second. So you're saying bread like you're fucking Dominic Toretto and Fast and the <laughs> Furious. Like, just call it money. Um, and then bringing up our families, like what? Firstly, we don't have public families. But like, secondly, what are you talking about? He's a Dorito gang, bro. It's funny. The Dorito crew of yeah. of one fucking member fame. Or two members. Or none. Maybe it's a maybe it's a misunderstanding. Happy to be happy to be I mean, not proven wrong, but it's just fucking, happy to, I'll tell you what though, Tom, it's fucking funny. It's bizarre. But I've, been, like, I've been in stitches all morning, bro. I tell you why it's funny though, because if it is true, and that's again the reason why we're not naming anyone, because if it's not, you don't want to unfairly put you don't want to you don't want to label someone with burner account if it's not true. Because if you do have a burner account and you use it to talk shit, you're a fucking loser, in my opinion. 
We've had a burn. Remember we had Jiho? Jiho, who was the... Jiho. Who? Jiho. Jiho. Jiho, who was the director of the indoor cricket Society is the host shit. of an indoor cricket podcast. That's it seems it. like these other, like you're from a fucking podcast. It's like, it's almost like, you know, and they say like, they find like people who start bushfires are often firemen. It's like these people that start. Well, burner they, they, yeah, they fight them. That's what I mean. They go and, but like, so these people who start like burner accounts often probably already have other accounts. They want to like try and gas up or they want to talk shit about other people who are doing the same thing they're doing. Um, there's some info here uh, about burner accounts um, from leading scientific journal Quora. Um, it's got a link to a proper article that says science confirms internet trolls really are narcissistic, psychopathic and sadistic. <laughs> and then the dude here said, many people make the mistake and try to be the superhero in this situation by insulting these people or trying to expose them as bad people. This... Uh, this is a bad mistake because they love num it. number one, they know they're terrible people. They know what they're doing is bad. Most people know they're bad people. Most people will side with them since no one wants to get on the bad side of someone with so much time and frustration on their hands. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So make it that what you will. Make it that what you will. Punters and dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the Primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Neds. Big fans of Neds. We love Neds. They uh, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now, Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing it? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I, it's even Tobler if you're a loser, you can follow our profiles in the Neds profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the about even group under groups now the code to get in is dribbler if it's not dribbler it's dribblers forgive me there you can follow all our tips me shebos gurus burmos sometimes tobler but again who cares about him it's a great community environment where we tip winners we tip losers mostly learners losers but sometimes winners that's it shout out to neds now what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, you've voted with your, with your mouths, and Good Day has been popular with you all so far. Thank you very much to everyone who has uh, got around it, sampled it, tried it. But there's plenty more to go around, and we, we, we believe in this thing, the daily multivitamin, and we think you all should have a go. There's more gullets to be pounded. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at, if I'm looking at the gullets of this nation, not enough gullets... Full of good day. That's right. For mine. Well, listen, we see it. We we see we see gullets that need to be filled, and we are in the business of filling gullets. I'll say this, Ed. We've been on it for a while now, and it helps uh, with mental clarity. It helps with energy throughout the day. Uh, it helps with liver cleanliness and function. Which we, I health. know, I know. There's a shitload of you that need that. There's I a shitload of you out there. for a fact. You need a good scrub of the internals. Correct. I know that. For we know sure. it now. If you already got your own multivitamin that you're taking, don't bother changing. We're not asking you to change. But if you can you, if you want. You can, but you don't have to. But if you do nothing, if you do nothing for your health, then you've got to start somewhere. Now, if it's a run for you, that's great. But your nutritional health is something that we all fucking ignore. Good day is an opportunity for you to make smart decisions. The least you can do is a little good day. Use the code dribblers for 20% off, punters and dribblers. 20% off. It's our gift from us to you.
BeGoodHealth.com.au. Very strange news yesterday, Tom. Mm-hmm. Coming out of the water, cricket, strong cricket. Fuck, I'm hard for cricket. Side note. How good's cricket? Yeah. Cricket's the best. Yeah. Love cricket. Love it. Love it. James Pattinson has hung up the test cricketing boots. Hung up the whites. Hung up the whites. The baggy man. green. I am... What do you make of that? Dude, I found that... Sh- I think everyone was like, what the fuck? I mean, maybe he realised he's behind a pretty red-hot fucking... He's an injury trigger. away. I know. He, he's an injury away, which is weird. How old is he? Dave, can you check he's, that? He's 31. He's not old. No, he's not old. That's not old. That's not old. If it's old, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I said it wasn't old. If it's old, you're fucked. Well, I'm 30. Exactly. So you're about to be old if it's old. And I'm saying it's not old. <laughs> I'm saying it's so all right. about to be old. Not old yet. Not old yet. Well, you're about to be fucked. And I am fucked. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I don't know if there was any extenuating circumstances. Maybe it's about like he's always he's been getting injury, like he's been getting shitloads of injuries, right? So maybe yeah, it's just about the grueling Test cricket, the grueling nature of Test cricket, managing his body. Yeah, yeah. it says here he had a knee injury, feeling in an interstate game last month, and he said, "If I was to be part of the Ashes, I would need to do myself and my teammates justice. I didn't want to be in a position of batting with my body when you need to be 100 percent fit and ready. That wouldn't be fair to myself or the team." Yeah. Is he retiring from four-day cricket as well? State no, stuff? No, just international just, cricket. Just tests. Just international tests. Yeah. I Take think the just international off. cricket in total. Oh, international cricket in general? Yeah, I think so. Oh, there you go. Interesting. It was reported as test cricket yesterday. It was. Um, and then what, I guess, I mean, there's so much money to be made in the IPL and that sort of shit, like the T20 formats around the world, that... Is he a T20 specialist? Can he... Can he I don't think he's a specialist, Bowling but he's a quick format? bowler. I'm sure he's well, not a specialist. That's the wrong word. He's, like, he's signed for the Renegade, so he's going to play the Big Bash. There you go. Like. So he played Big Bash, and then you just, like, again, if you're struggling to make the international sides or you're struggling to stay fit for the longer form of stuff, as if, I kind of, I can understand just going, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go on. There's big bickies to be made in the T20 circuit. Well, mate, there's players that, like, do the whole, like, you know, they go to the Caribbean, then they go to the Big Bash, and what they go to the IPL. What a fucking gig, dude. There's cruiser Just around. a like, mercenary. Like, Chris Gale did dude. that. He was a mercenary. Yeah. He just fucking floated around. Dan taking Christian's souls. been doing that. Dan Christian's yeah. one. Can you check out what Dan Christian's, yeah. um, like, his T20 tournament victories. He's won so many. He's won, like, in every single tournament that he's competed in. Really? Yeah. Or, like, every team he's played for. He's won the Big Bash, like, three fucking times. He's a winner. Here we go. Dan, Dan Christian T20 final win. So 2010, he won the England tournament, uh, Hampshire versus Somerset. 2011, won the Big Bash. 2013, won the Big Bash. 2017, won the British T20 Bash. 2017, won the Canadian, uh, the Caribbean Big Bash thing. 2018, won the South African. Uh, 2019, won BBL 08. 2020, won it in England again, and 2021, won BBL with the Sixers. <laughs> Hasn't, won the, two, three, Hasn't four, won the IPL, though. Hasn't won the IPL. Hasn't won the IPL. Hasn't won the big one. I'm Come back sure to you in the IPL, Dan. This year was his first stint in the IPL, and I think he had some pretty bad results. I think yeah, he got right. out for a fair so, Okay, so he'd never even but played. I think the, the fact that he was there means he was just earning some great bank for someone who's like almost 40 or something. Interesting. Interesting. Look. Congratulations on a fucking good career. What were his numbers in Test cricket, Pattinson? Um, I just had him here. He was good, eh? He was like a. He was good. He was like a fierce wit. Like Stark is pro. I mean, the the thing with Stark and Cummins and Hazelwood is they're all kind of like hot, cute. Well, Pattinson sort of filled the void where Cummins came in 
was hot and young and then got injured for ages. Yeah. And Pattinson sort of was like, at least in my memory, was sort of filling that void. Well, he was also a bit more Mitchell was it Johnson. Pattinson and though? Siddle and shit in yeah, there. Yeah, and he had a sleeve tat and I think he used to have a fucking stud in his he chin. Did. Yeah, he did. like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know, that's that's when you know you got a fierce fucking competitor on your hands. Well, he's good because you got a tickler. Well, no, the tickler, but I think he had a stud in his lip as well. I think he had point. a. T- I think he had a tickler though. Oh, he definitely had a tickler. I'm just wondering whether he also had a stud. I know we've had a quick with a stud in the lip. Now that could be either Siddle Johnson or Pattinson in my Siddle. mind. Siddle also had that really fucking taste. Well, Siddle had a tickler. Siddle had a tickler. He also had a little fucking weird like puka shell necklace, or whatever they're called. Yeah, that was cute. Like those nineties. Yeah, that was cute. Johnson, what is, it, what is it with our quicks and ticklers? I think not just quicks and ticklers. Huss had a tickler. Cricketers and ticklers. Cricketers and ticklers. Any ticklers in the side now? Off uh, the top of the dome? Off the top of the dome, I don't think so. I don't think we got a tickler to be seen. That's concerning. That is. Warner, we don't know who's going to be opening with him. Marnus can't grow a beard. Smudge can't grow a beard. Smoke and Joe Burns, like, let's say he opens. Well, I don't think Smoke and Joe's coming back, unfortunately, after his fucking series last year. Well, who are they thinking of opening? Mm, Marcus, Marcus Harris. Harris. Yeah. Has, it, can he, has he got a tickler in him? No. He might, I think he might have a tickler in him. I don't know if he's going to fucking bring the tickler. Well, I'm, okay, put it this way. I'm running a, an eye over the side. I'm running an eye over 11 men. Yeah. And I know in my heart of hearts that we play our best cricket when there's a tickler in the At side. At least one tickler. That's what I'm saying to you. Yeah. And I don't spot a tickler. Now, how do we rectify that? We're gonna to have to put a weight behind someone. Yes. Get them on the blower and say you need to get growing and growing. You quick. need to get. You need a tickler. You need to harvest a tickler right now. Right fucking now. Now. Is the does the ashes depend on it, Tom? Is that drawing too long a bow? I hope you're wrong. Let's just look at who can grow a tickler, and then about if they would. Davey could grow a tickler. He's got a beard in him. I think. T- I think Dave's got tickler in him. He's got a tickler in him, and he's got tickler in his blood. Yeah, and he's looking for form. Yeah. Uh, we don't what, know who's going to be partnering. What better way it, to scare the fucking pommy bowlers? I'd just walk, I'd walk out, helmet off, just fucking iron cunts. Yeah. Bang. Have All you tickle. My tickle. Yeah. If Matty Wade's still on the side. Matty Wade's, Wade's got tickle in him. He's got tickle in him for sure. 100%. Blake, especially if he's batting at six. Who's batting at five? That would be a Travis Head, but yeah. Travis Head... Well, Travis Head got a couple of... He got a, he's been getting some big scores, but where does Trav... Is Trav brought... Who's replacing Trav? Was that Matty Wade? At five? Yeah, Matty Wade was... Baggy Green six. Baggy Green doesn't have a tickler in him. Cam Baggy Green. He's just huge and young and boyish. So so Baggy Green at six, Wade at five, Marnus at four, Smudge at three. Marnus three, Smudge four. Yeah, Marnus three, Smudge four. And then Warner and potentially... Little Marcus Harris, Little Marcus Harris Kowaja, Pekovsky. I think Pekovsky probably has tickler in him, but I don't think that he'd do it. He's got mullet. He's bringing hair. Is Matt, is Matt Wade in good enough form to, to be in the side? I don't know. Let's assume he is. Let's assume for a second he is. Would you rather see your tickle at, at, at number one, opening the fucking opening the batting, or at five, coming in, making a difference? I sometimes think that a, mid, a mid-order tickler yeah. is really where you want the tickler. I think so. I've always thought that. And off the back of Hussey's tremendous career... Middle order tickler. I think a middle order tickler is where you want it. (laughs) I think so. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Stark could grow a tickler. Starkey could grow a tickler. Lyon could grow a tickler. 
and pain could grow a tickler, but pain too. Pain won't. Pain no, it won't. No. No, you don't want your captain to be tickler. You don't want your skipper with a tickler. That's no. just fucking weird. That's weird in everyone out there. Yeah, that is. That's concerning. No, that that's, you've got a problem on your hands if your if your skip's got a tickler. Head for the hills. Head for the hills, or bet on the opposition. Same thing. It is the same thing. Um, so yeah, you wouldn't want to see T Pain with a tickler, but it's fair to say that he could grow one if he had to. Have any of them grown ticklers? I reckon Lyon's probably had a tickler. Yeah. I could see Nathan. Jave, just Google Nathan Lyon tickler. See if it comes up. <laughs> I reckon Lino could have had a tickler in his time. Do I think Lyon's maybe become too big for a tickler? And that's not against him. Just where he sits. Well, think about this. Michael, tests. Cl- Michael Clark grew out of the frosted tips. Yes. Became skipper, scored a shitload of runs. Yeah. Average 50-odd. At certain point, when you've taken as many test wickets as Nathan has, you can't grow a ticker anymore. You can't. Just you, just have, you just have the, the masculine beard that we're looking at here. Yeah. I think I'd be going young Nathan Lyon. That's where you're going to see tickler. Because, you know, current day Nathan Lyon certainly... Tickler there. That's a bit of a tickle. That's a tickler. Yeah, well. Well, look at the size okay, of on, the length of everything else. Look at this hang one on. That's a tickler. Yeah. That looks like a tickler to me. We can find a less grainy photo mm. of a tickler. I'd be very happy. What's hey, that one? To the bottom right, left side right down. down. To left. the left. That's a tickler, ladies and gentlemen. That's a tickler. That's a tickler. If that's not a tickler, I'm not here. That's Send just, us that photo. Or is Dave. that a shadow? No, that's not a shadow. That's a tickler. Send Look at the length Dave, of everything I'll else. Put it up. Yeah, oh, dude. Dang, there tickler. we go. There tickler. we go. Done. So we know he's got tickler in him, but <laughs> <laughs> I, we knew he had tickler in him. But do we want him? No, to bring no, him no, back? no, 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 no. Not anymore, Tom. No, not anymore. He's taken too many wickets. Yeah, Siddle's had a tickler before. Siddle had a fucking raucous one. I think Siddle retired with one. I, he might have retired with a tickler. But the tickler not retired itself. The tickler... Well, the tickler's never going out. No, the tickler... Tickler's actually probably the most capped Australian cricketer of all time. Yeah, it is. Well, think about that. Think about that. How many, how many test caps... I wonder, what baggy, I wonder what baggy green number it is. <laughs> when, did the, when did the tickler first... When did the tickler debut for Australia? Yeah, when did the tickler debut... I mean, that's a great question, and I think you'd have to go back probably, before what, photos reckon, had, were even existed. Do you, reckon it's play, do you reckon the tickler's played 300 tests? The tickler has at least played 300 tests. Sometimes it's getting double caps in a game. That's true. Four, 500, maybe 500 tests. 500 tests? As I said, Eddie, every, how many tests has Australia played in its history? Oh, Jesus. Because like, then, you, then you start to think you've got a tickler potentially in every test. No way. If you're, but if in some tests you're racking up double caps, if you're double dumping caps. Well, yeah, but again, when did the tickler fucking rear its head? Was it was the yes. tickler around the eighteen hundred? Okay, so you've had eight hundred and fourteen test matches. Wow. I wouldn't rule out five hundred test caps for the tickler. I think, I think five hundred would be thereabouts. Yeah. Has Warney had a tickler before? Shane Case. I reckon oh, Shane Case. Can he grow a beard? He's never really nah, had one, has I don't, he? I don't think so. I reckon he would have. Had. Oh, he oh, can grow a beard. Fucking, fucking hell, hey. he can. He's got the Jason Ackermanis. Dude, he does look like Ackermanis. Fucking hell. Again, I think the tickler would be a young Shane Warne. Um, fucking Warney with a beard. He looks like Hollywood Hulk Hogan when he had the peroxide hair and then the grey beard. I don't think he could grow a beard when he was younger. No, you're right. Oh, no. He had the, 
He had the, I don't know what you call that. Oh, the bottom of the chin. But like, that is such a small piece of hair to leave on your face. Send that photo as well to Eddie, because we'll put that one in. That's like a, it's a chin strap, but it's like only that. Warney tells all about the scandals that shaped him, rocking that facial hair. <laughs> that is outrageous. Yeah, that photo there should go down, Dave. Dave, to the bottom. No, no, just no. make sure you send that. To, to the, the right, far left. Right. Left, left, left. That one. Oh, that one. Just click on that. That's peak Warney. Yeah, look, he's got the MJ necklace as well. You know, like that's yeah. when he was like his most arrogant. Can you like, save that and send that one in, Dave? Yeah. And then you have to scroll up and send another one. Yeah, I saved that one. No, right. no, no, up, up, up. That one. No, down. That IPL one where his teeth are as white as the fucking there. Oh. Look at that, oh dude. Oh, that's when he lost a fuckload of weight. Yeah, that was Liz Hurley, Shane. That was when I'm with one of the hottest chicks on the planet. Don't write off a Shane Warne test return just yet. I think we will. Um, look at his eyes and his teeth in that thing. Like, that is... He's had a, he's had a fuckload of different looks, hasn't he? The many faces of Shane... Dude, we should do an, a, like a series, a carousel series on the many faces... The changing face of Shane Warne. The changing face or the many faces? The many faces of Shane Warne. Because I don't want to get him in fucking order. It'll, it'll just be too difficult. I don't know if it'd be that difficult. I think it would be. Maybe it's a drop of day. Dude, look how fucking often he changes. It's just the many faces. You couldn't you, tell dude, me what Dude, get you... that one in the middle as well, Dave, where he looks like he's fucking got Botox out the ass. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at his eyes, bro. His eyes are beautiful. I thought he had different coloured eyes. I know this started about James Pattinson, but let's be honest. Can you get that one with the look glasses? Look at that one, yeah, one with the glasses. And the, and the zinc? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's going to be, yeah, we'll post that up. Yeah, the many phases of Shane Warne. Yeah. Dave can get together the best photos for me and then send yeah. them to well, me. What's, how many can you post in a carousel? I don't know. We'll put up 10 at least. Just, yeah. yeah, 10? All right. Or we just post one every day. <laughs> Drag it out. Mm. The Shane Warne series. Oh, fuck me. Um, but yeah, you do that the Sabo, Dave. Just find the best and ship them over. Right. Now, where are we? That's right, cricket, Australian <laughs> cricket. That one in the middle up the top's pretty good as well, where he looks like he's fucking hung as shit. Yeah. <coughs> yep. God save us. Now, um, um, cricket, Pukowski. We, yes. it, it's a bit late to the party on this one. We forgot about it on Monday, but the Balkan Bulldog has had another head knock, uh, which is obviously fucked for starters. That many concussions, very young. It does raise some questions about. His ability to get his head out of the way. He's 10th. 10th concussion. That's a fuckload. That's a shitload of fucking concussions. And you you know, playing test cricket, you're probably bound to get hit in the head again. And it seems to be happening easily for him. Or he is the worst, and this isn't having a shot, like it's a serious thing, but like he might be the worst batsman at getting his head out of the way of the ball of all time. What is that? Is that him, is that him just being... Is that a technique thing? Is it a technique thing or is it him just being a fucking tough cunt? Knows he's got the helmet on, prepared to wear a couple. But he shouldn't be if you're getting concussed every two seconds. Well, now, but I know, but maybe that was just part of his game, right? I think Where I heard, he'll play the ball of his chin. I think I heard Ian Chappell say once know. that the helmet, again, this well, is the, yeah, the helmet makes him worse. Makes it worse. Well, no, not just makes him worse, but it makes players not have to rely on technique as much because they know that if they cop one in the head, they're going to be. They're not going to die well, you know, largely. Yeah, because back in the day, they didn't wear they helmets. They didn't wear helmets. So it's like you had to get your fucking head out of the way of the ball, whereas this, there's a li- the, the, the outcome isn't as severe by and large. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that is it, that's what is that what we're saying? Because to be concussed ten times is a lot. It's a fuckload for a guy who a lot of people, a lot of good judges consider a fucking supreme talent. Yes, with we, a huge ceiling, who could captain the nation? Like, how do and you? Now, every time I fucking turn my phone on in summer, it's. Bukowski can cusk. It's becoming a bit like Sean Marsh to get an early season ton and look good for the test arena. Pukowski to get fucking rocked by a ball in the nets. Not look in doubt for the Ashes. It's fucking... It's, it's, it's becoming a serious problem. I heard on... If the, it wasn't already, it fucking sure as shit is now. The great cricketer boys were saying that... Tim Payne came out and was like, yeah, he's, in, he's probably not looking likely for the Ashes, at least for the first test. But then Cricket Victoria were like, nah, nah, it's not that bad. So you're like, okay, well, what is it? We, are you, I think you'd probably go with Cricket Victoria, wouldn't you? Isn't that who he's playing for? Yes, he he's is. He's in the yeah, setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly, exactly. But then I think him and T-Pain, again, this is what those boys were saying. Was he that plays like, more cricket for them. T-Pain's a the mate of his. So, like, T-Pain spoke to him and was like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. Again, who the fuck knows? But you're like, what is this guy? What do you do here? If every time... Is it every time he gets hit in the head, he gets concussed? You know? Or is it just like he is... The well, how often, is, they, how often do they get hit in the head? I don't know. It'd have to be a fair bit, right? Like, or more than you... Well, think about this. It doesn't happen all... It doesn't happen fuckloads in tests. Like, you could see a batsman get a, through a full innings without getting hit in the head. Yeah, but someone gets you. Someone usually gets hit in the head at least once in innings. Would you say? Or once a test. Once a test, someone will get hit in the yeah. head. So he's twenty three, concussed ten times since. Let's just say he's getting concussed twice a year, like twice, five mm -hmm. years, twice a year from eighteen to twenty three. For argument's sake, is it just that every time he gets hit in the head, he gets concussed? To your point. Well, because the more you, they say, the more you get concussed, the easier it is to get concussed. Yes. So maybe that's what it is now. He can't get hit in the head at all. Again, a lot of unknowns. What I do know is I'd like the Balkan Bulldog up the fucking top of the order, opening with David Warner. But that's you, what I would like. But then you get to a point where you go, well, you've got a lot of life to live. Well, it depends how bad the live. concussions are. Well, concussions are concussions are concussions. You can have worse, but they're still concussions. Mm. So you're saying it might be time to hang up the boots. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't fucking know. How bad's 10 concussions? Seems How many have bad. you had? I've definitely had a couple, but I wouldn't have had them. Um, like, I probably would have, I would have more than I think because they wouldn't have been diagnosed probably. But I remember, like, when you were even young and you would play footy, you know, you always used to play on, like, a fucking ground where there was a cricket pitch in the Do middle of it. Have you ever seen stars? Yes, that's what I mean. Is that a concussion? I don't know. I mean, it's got to be more than just a bump on the head. But yeah, I remember, like, like, the ring? Yeah. That's what I mean. With the cricket pitch in the middle of a fucking footy field and you get slam tackled and you crack your head on the ground and you would get that feeling of like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I've that was, bell rung. That was a cunt of a feeling. Y yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, you would have had that more than you realise. I remember those moments or a few of them being like, oh, Christ, that was a fucking hard knock. I've only been knocked out once at playing footy and I was knocked the fuck out. Out cold. I got up and I was stumbling around and then I, it's on video as well. Motherfuckers put it in our interview highlights package for school, which was nice of them. But I was knocked out, I think off the kickoff, I tried to tackle a guy and he shouldered me in the chin. Shout out Josh Cohen, he ended up becoming a friend of mine. Uh, but 
I was fumbling around, stumbling around, like collapsing back on the ground. You know, you see like players try and run back to the line. Mm. Then the phys- it was again, this was before like head knocks were a really bad thing. And then the physio came out. He didn't see it happen. And he was like, count back from 100 by seven. And I went, bro, I don't know how to do that. Like, I was like, I couldn't do that. I went 93. What do you want from me? And he was like, all right, you seem cool. Went back on, kept playing, dislocated my knee like five minutes later. And they were like, that's probably because of the concussion. I was like, great. Terrific. <laughs> Terrific. Edge. Yeah, well. Um, but so like, I mean, I, you know, I don't, my, I mean, to insert myself completely into Pekowski's story, I don't think that I have concussion That's unusual issues. of you. <laughs> Fuck, that's so weird. Well, you actually asked me in fairness. That's but, so weird. Well, you did ask me. But, you love telling that story. Well, I mean, you asked me. I had well, to tell The it. punter and the dribbler, I know I asked you, but I just reckon how many times you can you tell that story? Seven. Seven maybe times? Seven, maybe eight. I mean, well, on this podcast or in life? Because if it's in life, we're talking a few more. <laughs> Anyway, but I just don't know with Pogosi, right? Like you go, if you're, you've, you're a 23-year-old kid, obviously the allure of etching your name into the fucking history of Australian cricket by just being a weapon is a fucking alluring one, right? Like that's that's pretty... And he's he's there. Well, it's, he's, it's, it's, not like, it's not like that's super unattainable and no, far away. No. He's played in the bag room before. It's yeah. reach out and touch it stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be fucking painful to know you're so close... And then to be like... To be like, well, I've got to give it away because I've had too many knocks. If that is what he's considering. Apparently he's in good spirits, not considering that sort of thing. He moves onwards. Yeah. But surely there's got to be concern from the doctors going, mate. Bro, you're getting concussed every, every time, summer. Every time the fucking ball looks at you, you get concussed. Not a great sign. Not, especially when your job, Tom, is to take lacquer off nuts. Yeah, and that, and you're you you're getting the ball at its bounciest and its quickest. If you're if you're in the fucking lacquer removal game, pra, like that ball doesn't like to have its lacquer removed. Mm. It'll fucking it'll rear up on you. You got to be quick. Maybe he's got to get into the boxing fucking. Maybe you have to go down and fucking hit the pads with you and Clavelli, mate. <laughs> That'll get him sharp. A couple of these ones, duck, duck. You cut plenty of them. Plenty of well, them, all ducking actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just needs or like you know when they're doing that boxing, and they're like got the blindfold on and they're just like the thing swinging. And the guy, the yeah, I, I Ryan always see Garcia that. Ryan shit, and you're like, oh yeah. my god, dude, how is he doing this? I always see that, and I'm like, fuck oh, that. Are we getting wall pulled or is it legit? People do it with like heavy weights. And yeah, shit. I know. I'm like, I what know. the fuck? We don't want heavy weight. We don't want because he doing that because he no. does. Last thing he needs another hit in the head. No, 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 no. no. Easy, we, Tiger. Woo up. Woo up. Woo up. But is that cricket? I think it might be, Eddie. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if there's anything else really pressing from the cricket. I know that we got... Did we lose to India in that warm-up game last night? Yeah. And, was, and I think it was embarrassing because I'm pretty sure one of their players retired, like didn't get out or didn't get hurt, just made it to 60 and was like, I'll give the other dudes a bat. Get fu- Well, it's a warm-up game. Yeah, it's Mitch a warm-up Ma- game. Mitch Marsh yeah, got a duck. Yeah, we're, we're bullish on Mitch as well at the moment. Shout-out to that punter and dribbler who inboxed us saying that uh, they watched about even yesterday and saw that I'm on the dot ball for Australia's first game this weekend against South Africa. And he went dot ball last night in Australia-India and dot ball in like the other game that was on, Netherlands versus someone. And got up? Got them both in the multi. Fuck off. That's great. Yeah, we are, again, if you don't watch about even, the number one betting show uh, or listen to about even, it's also on podcast now. But we're getting really into first ball markets. You can bet on, on the fucking outcome of the first seed of the match. Yeah. 
You can get like 13 bucks for a wide. Yeah. First ball markets are where it's at. If you're not betting on first ball markets, and, then you're mate, a And they dog. hand out wides like they're fucking going out of fashion in one yeah. day cricket. 13 bucks for a first ball wide in 2020 is delicious. That's nutritious. It's absolutely... But I tell, you, I tell you what's bread and butter you can take home to mum and dad or yeah. take home to the wife and kids is $1.60 for a first ball no ball. Dot. Not first ball dot. Yeah. Because no one wants to fucking... Unless it's a shit ball, if it's in a pretty decent area, you're going to leave it. Yeah. You just want to I see how the pitch is playing. You want to see how the pitch is playing 100,000%. What would the what would a first ball dot be paying in test cricket? Fuck all, dude. A dollar? It'd be, like, it'd be short, wouldn't it? It'd have to be short. Have to be. I don't think I've ever seen a bloke score off the first fucking ball of a test. And if you have, the crowd is roaring. Well, if it's a home game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? I mean, I haven't been paying that much attention. Now that you and I and Michael and Sebo are uh, first ball market, you know, maestros. Yeah. You know what I might try to do? What? Get a real sicko multi going on where I just... First ball market though? First ball multi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like five games. See if I can fucking... <laughs> I like that. Pick it. I like that. One's in there, two's in there. Wides. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Imagine if that comes off. 50 grand, 60 grand, 80 grand. 100 grand. 100 grand, 200 grand. Million bucks. Million bucks. Who's counting? Well, we will be if it gets I up. will be. And Dave will, Dave will be. Dollar at a time, baby. Um, I like that. But I think that is cricket. Uh, the T20 World Cup, though, is on... And it is being brought to you on exclusively to Fox Cricket, Eddie. And if you want to watch it on KO, you can do it there as well. Because it's the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing. That's a mistake. But KO has Fox Cricket on there. And if you don't have a set-top box where you just get Fox Cricket, then you can view it on KO. But KO also has all the minis to catch up, um, which is because it's in the UAE, correct? Yep. The timing doesn't align with people that aren't of the night owl persuasion. So you either want to watch the full game replays the next day or you catch up on the minis. That's where, you, that's where KO is for, baby. KO minis. They obviously sponsor the show. But I felt like we were talking about the Cricket World Cup. May as well give them a little... Well, not may as well. They pay for the, the mention, you know. <laughs> so it's not like I'm just feeling like chucking it out. It's not a bareback biltong. No, they can't. It, it is an yeah, ad. It's an ad. Just so you know. But shout out to KO. <laughs> shout out to him. Tom, what do you make of the Redcliffe Dolphins' decision to drop the Redcliffe and just be the Dolphins? Bro, it is – I found this to be like – I was – it's it's mind-blowing to me. They're like, oh, we want to appeal to a wider audience. It's like, yeah, but you're a team from an area. Like you're, a t they're like, well, the Rabbitohs are just Rabbitohs. I'm like, no, they're South Sydney Rabbitohs. The Roosters, well, they're Sydney Roosters. Like, they're still Easts. Like, they've, the, they've dropped the Easts. But they are Easts. But what's, they, everyone fucking knows they're Eastern Suburbs. And it's funny because, like, they're the Sydney, are they the Sydney Roosters now? Yeah. I think they dropped the city. I think they used to yeah, be Sydney, Sydney City. city now yeah. they're just Sydney Roosters. Yeah. But everyone goes to the game and they yell out Easts. Du, du, exactly. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you, people like identifying with the area. That's rugby league. That's rugby league. And but like, you can go for a team, and like, you can go for a team if you're not from the area, in the sense that if you're new to the game and you haven't got a team, then that's kind of like you pick a team, right? Like, if you grow up with a team, you grow up with a team, unless you're Sebo and you change. But like, or Dio Dave. But you can. You don't have to, like, their, their thing is like, oh, so we have a broader appeal. 
or like a, to a wider fucking audience base. It's like, dude, this is, you have, the, how, how, the Redcliffe Dolphins have been who you guys are. You're in touch since you 1947. Think? Then you hit the big time and you just fuck them off. That's like, that is the lamest thing I've ever seen. And they're like, oh yeah, but you know, Redcliffe Dolphins will continue to play in the Queensland Cup. I'm like, Newcastle's got a fucking side in the, in the New South Wales Cup. They're who, still, like, yeah, what are you talking about? fuck about the Queensland Cup with the greatest respect in terms of like, there's still a team in there. But why can't you say Redcliffe Dolphins NRL side Redcliffe Dolphins, Queensland Cup. What do you, like everyone fucking knows the difference. But to try and say that Redcliffe still exists in the Queensland Cup as though that is some sort of like, uh, you know, justification for just completely fucking barring them once it gets to the big time. Like no one gives a fuck about the Queensland Cup. That's why you've been trying to get to the NRL the whole time. Off the back of Redcliffe and the name, the Redcliffe Dolphins. It just, it doesn't, it's, it's such a weird fucking decision made by people that are overthinking it, it would say. No, 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 no. that's exactly what it is. It, it's, it's, it's an overthinking to the point where you played a fucking shocker. And they would have employed all these research people and marketing people yeah. and they would have been like, look, our insights tell us that this is the best decision and yeah, yeah. to help you broaden your reach. I'm like, cuz you know what the fuck you're talking about? Are you honestly telling me that you are going to attract or speak to a new market of rugby league fans that are going to go for you because the word Redcliffe isn't there? What the fuck are you talking about? It's and like That's who, not how it works. Are the people are the are the companies that you're, they employ The people that go for your team are going to be from north of Brisbane all the way up the Sunshine Coast like southeast Queensland not Brisbane. That's, people who hate the Broncos who don't have a team. People like that's who's going to go for you. People from like fucking Southern New South Wales aren't going to go, we want to go for them because they've got a cool name. It's or like, yeah, or because, oh, they don't, they're not, I don't want to go for them because they've got Redcliffe in their name and I don't want to identify you know what? I'm not from Redcliffe. I wasn't going to go for them, but now they've dropped Redcliffe. I'm really starting to consider. Oh, that's going to give me some real broad appeal. Like who the fuck comes up with that idea? And do they know anything about rugby league? And also. Like have they employed a company to make that decision? No, that is a fucking marketing... It's an external marketing company. That's what advertising, I mean. I, I, who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Who don't know what the fuck sport is. I used to... I did an internship once, right, with this marketing chick. And she was... Was it the Waratahs? Fuck it. <laughs> she, I don't think she'd be there anymore. But she was like... If your marketing is good, it shouldn't matter how the team... How well the team's going, like, the crowds will come. And I was like... You don't fucking get sport no, at all, do you? No. If your team stinks, people won't show up. If they're fucking ripping and tearing, they've got great players that kids love and they're fucking winning games and they're winning comps, motherfuckers will line up. If your marketing's good, it doesn't matter how your team's going. Uh, tell that to the Broncos, who had like the most fucking members ever than won a spoon and no one showed up the next <laughs> oh year. What are you God. talking about? That is crazy, It's so typical of someone working at the Waratahs to say that as but well. But that oh. is the sort of... That's insight. who you're dealing with that's when you're trying to... That's the insight you're getting. Yeah. That's the insight you're getting. It's that's, like... Because that's just not the case. The only people that show up when their team sucks are, are like... the hardcore fans. Hardcore, rusted on... How do you get the fucking fence sitters? Winning. I tell you how you don't... I tell you how you piss off your rusted on fans, your Redcliffe Dolphin fans. Fucking take the name out of it. If they don't win... No one's identifying with them. Obviously, I think that most people from Redcliffe are going to be like, uh, fuck you guys, we're still calling them the Redcliffe Dolphins. I know I am. Fuck that bullshit. They're the Redcliffe Dolphins to me, to How this many, podcast. 
Dave, can you find out if they're playing all their home games there or are they splitting them with Suncorp? Uh, yeah. Surely they'd be putting some with Suncorp. Yeah, I think so. Um, um, I, so I just saw in some like tweets in response to the story, um, apparently the AFL tried to do something similar by calling Port Adelaide Power just Port Power and, and changing the kangaroos name from North Melbourne Kangaroos just to Kangaroos. But apparently it only lasted like like a season or so and people just never change. Yeah, because you back. want to be able to identify with an area as much as anything else. Mate, put it this way. What do the US do? Miami Dolphins, Tennessee Titans. If the US don't do it, it's, it's because it's not fucking... Yeah, it's New not England done. Patriots. It's Even not done. They, they did the fucking opposite for the Washington Redskins when they renamed them. They just called them the Washington football team. Exactly. Let's, at least, call, give yeah. them, let's at least give them a geographical area. What is it like... Why, like one of the great things about Conor McGregor, he fucking rallied the Irish people. He was like, I'm Irish, let's fucking do this. Like, it's all about where they're from. It's human nature. It's all about where you're from. It's tribalism. Like, that's the whole thing. What if we just had fucking what? state of origin, not New South Wales and Queensland, just blues and maroons? Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, one wears blue and one wears maroon. It's just, it's what colour do you like? Yeah. We want to give broad appeal to just people, colour fanatics. Yeah, yeah, colour fanatics. <laughs> What's your favourite colour? We want to we want to tap into like that's the spirit of yeah. people that love blue. No, we we want to we actually we've got some some of the leading market researchers finding out yeah. what people's favourite colours are, and we're thinking of changing blues v maroons to just fucking yellow. Red, now red versus blue. Yeah, exactly. Just red and blue. Red and blue. Sign up, and fucking. We're actually changing blue to Queensland as well because you know that's where you're just like, what are you talking? The about? Water's bluer up there. The water's that's bluer up there. The sky's bluer because there's better weather. Um, oh. so it says the, the Dolphins will play most of their games at Suncorp, but a handful at Sunshine Coast and Redcliffe. Jesus. See, that's a mistake as well. Yep. That's a big mistake. Why? If they... Okay, take a fucking journey with me, punters and dribblers. If they kept the Redcliffe and then they fucking traded off, you know, that 70, 80 years of history, trading off the name in the area, they've got an identity... They've got one of the great stadiums in fucking world sport. Yeah. As far as I can tell from photos, I haven't been there, but it looks like a doozy and I mm. want to get up there quick I want smart. To get up there. You've got Redcliffe legs at one end, people are smashing schooners, looks like a vibe. I'd be going to the fucking I'd be going to my friends at the NRL. We're a new club. We need a leg up. Give us the Friday Arbo, Friday night games, and give us shitloads of Sunday Arbo games. And just get a bit of fucking energy and panache around the club. Get and the vibe. Get people watching, get people supporting, get people involved, and then over time you start maybe a couple of like the big you know, the blockbusters. Red, the blockbusters at Suncorp, but half your games there? I don't think so. It's like, for what reason? Suncorp is nowhere fucking near Redcliffe. But it's also like, you are then. I it's mean, like, like when it's, West, it's like when West Tigers have a fucking, they're playing games at the SCG and the SFS and then they're playing games down at fucking Campbelltown Stadium. Then they're playing them at Leichhardt and then they're playing them at ANZ. People are like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah. People hate that shit. Just give me a fucking stadium to work with and I'll go there. If I really want to go, I'm going to go. And you're already taking them on the road anyway and they're playing other teams, right? Like, they're going to fucking interstate. That's what so I'm like, saying. Like, you wouldn't you want to try and rally up a supporter base before fucking off down to Brisbane? Taking them on the road all the time? Like, I think you better get... How many Brisbane fans are there waiting to fucking, you know, defect? Well, there'd be none, I'd say. That's my fucking point. Yeah. But it's just... It's That's a, my point, yeah. Tom. It's a weird... You know... Now like, listen, are, they playing, yeah. are they playing games at Suncorp because they want to... 
They want to get like fence sitters. No, they're playing at Suncorp because it's the biggest stadium, and they're trying. They're to They're not going to fill many, it. Well, that would be my. If they're playing Brisbane, they'll fill it. But if they're playing, fucking, mate, come on, let's just stop being so fucking stupid. You're not going to get forty thousand every week. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. You're Again, not getting. It's not even. It's like sixty thousand at holds. Like, what are you talking about? You're not going to fill it. You're not going to. You'll fill it a couple fill of it. times. You'll fill the it Broncos fill it every now and then, unless they're killing it. Maybe they're trying to, but like the novelty of the new team, maybe it's like they want to sort of take the new team on the road a little bit. Like, But I would also have thought that with a new team, you want to just be like getting fucking their fans in. Wouldn't you want to get a fucking get your roots down? They're already down, but like. But they're not in the big time. Not but in like the big time. get them down and like yeah. rally from Brisbane north all the fucking way up. Be like, this is our territory. Yeah. That's what I'd be doing. Up to fucking Rockhampton or Bundaberg or wherever the fuck before people start going for the Cowboys. Mm. It's weird, dude. And just dropping the Redcliffe is such a bad call. Such a bad call. And the excuse of, well, we've still got him in the Queensland Cup is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life because no one watches the Queensland Cup. And that's no disrespect to the Queensland Cup, but if everyone watched the Queensland Cup, it'd be called the NRL. It's not. No one cares about the Redcliffe Dolphins in the Queensland Cup. That was the beauty of it. Sick. We've got a new fucking Redcliffe in the fucking comp. Epic. Redcliffe Dolphins. Not just the Dolphins. I call on everyone just to keep calling them Redcliffe. Do they, turn, do they backflip, do you reckon? At some point, I reckon they might. Like, the blowback's been pretty big, I reckon. Do you reckon, do you reckon like, this, your CEO and, you know, the heads of the club are sitting down now with the advertising company being like, you fucking told us you this told was going to be a winner. Be, yeah, yeah. And you, told us, you told us we'd have fucking fans from all over the country lining up. Yeah, and the advertising guys are like, it's probably some like yeah, dude Wilson. from England or something who's out. You know, like it's just these people who don't even fucking know. You know who they got? They got the same dead shit marketing research team that tried to tell Arnott's shapes that they should start baking in the flavour yeah. and that their research suggested <coughs> people didn't like the yeah. old flavouring. Yeah, just because they that. say that they're a market research company and like whiz-bang advertising agency doesn't mean they are. You reckon they saw the We All Bleed Blue fucking star? Same people that did the We All Bleed Blue. There's one marketing company getting around here just fucking burying brands. (laughs) Fucking hell. It's almost like a bloody inside job. I know. They need us. We don't come cheap. No, well, they can't afford us. But if they wanted us, I would have fucking... That rant we just went on for 15 minutes, that was, that's what they would have got. That would have been our presentation. That's the present... Well, because then the advertisers of the agency would have presented it and we would have gone, because we're consultants. Yes. What do you think of this idea? Boom. That's what you would have got. That's what you get back and then we would have gone 100K. Thank you. That's how... That's a, that's what it costs 15 us. minutes work? Well, we just saved your fucking club. So <laughs> what's it worth to you? Because it's worth 100 grand to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're only going to give us two grand? All right, we'll take it. Thank you. We're out. Um, that's the bed shit from the Dolphins. It looks like Wayne, though, going to be coach, which is good. Uh, I think they're announcing that at like 11 today, unless they're announcing that they've heard this and they're changing it back to Redcliffe Dolphins, which would also be a great call from the club. I don't think you'd have a media conference for that. No, they'd just be trying to... I think you'd just change the logo and try to... And hope just no pretend one notices. like no one notices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, what are you talking about? We never fucking We never said that. Oh, that was like a fucking... What are you doing? Intern's been shot. Oi, Walpole. Intern's been shot. Intern's been shot. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> fucking intern's fucked up again. That would be fucking funny. If they just said intern's, intern's been shot. shot. Yeah. They called Rick Lipdolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'd love then it. you'd know we've been working with them. They're like, yeah. boy, boys, how do we get out of this? Yeah. Just say you shot an intern <laughs> and fucking pretend like you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our calling card. <laughs> Shoot an intern and move on. Yeah. Pretty oh, simple. Fucking hell. Um, that's rugby league, Eddie? Yeah. I reckon we can go to dribbles. Yeah, I think so. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Dave, overconfident Australian cricket fan here. Um, I've just glanced my eye over the uh, squad announcement for the English cricket team that will be touring our great nation in uh, later this year. Um, I've, had, I've got to be honest, lads, I'm not threatened one bit by any names in that squad. Um, it'll be good to see Joe Root get a couple of 50s and fail to convert, mm-hmm. as well as 40, 50-year-old James Anderson swinging on the Aussie pitch, which I'm sure uh, future Sir Steve Smith will have no issues dealing with. Uh, just thought I would share my confidence, as I'm sure it is uh, agreed upon by you blokes. Uh, Ashes 5 nil soon. See you was never. See you, boys. Matt, I couldn't agree more. Joe Root's... Well, he's a, a 50s fan. Yeah, a 50s fan, but but of averaging like 30 in Australia fame. Yes. He's fucking horseshit down here. He can't handle the heat. Ben Stokes isn't coming. Massive out for them. Uh, Joffre Archer's Archer. not coming. Massive out for them. I think they're all at sea. But it's the Ashes. You never really know. I think we win and win well. 5-0. But I've got to touch some wood. I have to. I have to touch wood because if we fucking lose, it's on me because I didn't touch wood. Yes. But I have touched it. I think we can win 5-0. Um, Put it this way. They, we've gone 5-0, then we lost, then we won 5-0, 4-0. So they haven't won a test here for a long time. Good maths there. But so they've like so they've out of 10 tests, there's been nine. In the year they beat us, they've, did won, they win, they've lost nine times and there's in, a draw. In the year they beat us, how many tests did they win there? Did they win four? They won, they won so... Uh, so... They won three. First test in Brisbane was a draw because that fucker Cook got a 200. I think he got a double ton in the second innings. Check after. that. I think it was 2010, Dave. Yeah, it was. After Siddle took his hat trick on his birthday, yeah. set the fucking tempo. We looked all right. Then they, so that was a draw. We should have won that, but fucking Cook. Then they won in Adelaide. Then we won in Western Australia. Then they won... In the 2010, we only won one. Yeah, we and won And they won Australia. four or three? three. They won three. And then there was right, so they've won three tests here in fucking since like what? 2000. So in tw- in five, ten, f- 2007. Ten, then 20, So in twenty tests, they've won three. Yeah, they're fucking weak as piss. That's pretty fucking bush league. Yeah, that's bush league as fuck. In twenty tests, three wins, two draws, fifteen losses. That's comprehensive as yeah, fuck. That's as comprehensive as it gets. So I'm confident we win. Um, I'm so goddamn. Horn for it. First test, December 8th. Yep. Is that earlier than usual or is that later, later. than usual? Because they've moved the fifth test. Right. And do we have any test cricket beforehand or are we just going to get stuck in We into were supposed to play Afghanistan, Afghanistan mm-hmm. but that has been pulled Thank you, for... COVID. Or is that actually not COVID related? No, it's Taliban related. Taliban related. Yes. You never know who's going to be... Like in brought up in cricket conversations, you know, in the Taliban. I think it's to do with the fact the Taliban aren't letting the female side play or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's to I do with female it, rights. Yeah, yeah, which is completely reasonable. Very reasonable. Um, but it's just funny where it's like cricket Australia having to deal with the Taliban. Like, oi, Taliban, be better. We're not going to. Well, oi, we cricket can't. Australia, no. All right, you're not touring. Okay, sorry, we're not playing. <laughs> Poor old Hobart. Don't get a test. Don't get a test. Um, 
Appreciate it. Let's move on. Hey, Tom, Eddie, Dio, or Dave. It's uh, the Sunshine Coast. Dribbler here, slash anti so dribbler. Um, just listening to the Monday pod and came to a screeching halt when you started talking about kinks. Now, when I lost my virginity, I lost it to a exchange student from Austria who was two years older than me and I was in grade 10. Turn this up, Dave. Good, good areas, mate. She was 17 in grade 12. And she, unknown to my awareness, which she was full into it. And when we got down and dirty, she was trying to choke me and scratch me and like spit on me. And it felt like I was in a fucking scene from a movie saw. It was horrific oh, and it made okay. me feel sick to my core. Okay. And from that day on, I've just, I've absolutely loved it. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. I, was, I was concerned with where that was going. Yeah, yeah. Thank God it went that way. Thank God it went that way. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry for that experience, dude. Uh, you know, you don't want to have that be a bad one, but obviously that's probably how kinks start, though, right? Well, I don't know how kinks start. Again, I'm not really. I think kinks just are ingrained in you, aren't they? You know, people shit on each other. I do know that. That's crazy. And piss and shit. Well, obviously, if you're going to take shit, you're probably I think, pisses. I think, I think, piss I think, is a gateway. I think, yeah, pissing's there, a gateway to shitting. There's yeah. those stories. Uh, I wasn't, it might be like Jimi Hendrix or like BB King or even maybe Led Zeppelin where like in their tour room, they used to get girls to shit on a glass table and they would lie. No, dude, I've heard about this in like, for like, and again, take all this with a grain of salt, Dave, do some research. But I think there's a name for the type of... Uh, uh, I guess service that certain women provide to these like rich fucking kinky dudes. I think it's like sort of Middle Eastern, um, or maybe like Russian, sort of like billionaire sort of behavior. But like where you get what a chicks, chicks to come and shit on glass, and dudes are under it. I know this is vulgar, but this is just the world is a is a is a weird place. Why is what? Why are the Can rich? You just look it up, Dave. Yeah, I know it's a weird thing for your search history, but this so is you're life. saying the the richer you get, look at Squid Games, dude. There's a thing called coprophilia, yep. yeah. which is basically like the sexual arousal uh, having to do with feces. And that, it says, God, that'd be tough to like grow up going, oh God, that's my kink. I don't, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to but be. But I've got to broach this with everyone. Like, can you poop on me? And it says- And when do you bring that up? You're probably going to be pretty close or it's very early. You, it's probably easier now. You can join like fucking- Poo clubs Poo and clubs and shit, but- and it's easier on the internet, but back in the day, pre-internet, imagine riding around. Imagine, imagine if you're from, the, you, you lived out in the country, and or you had to ride around on your horse, knocking on doors, going, looking for a poo club. Anyone want to shit on me? Any takers? Anyone? You'd be out the back with the animals. Probably. You'd, You'd spend have a lot to of be. time in the barn. <laughs> there's, all, there's acts known as the Cleveland Steamer. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. The Dirty Sanchez. I don't want to know about those so much though, but just more about the the. Is there a thing where chicks shit on glass or dudes where people shit on glass and so someone else can watch it underneath? It's so specific, but I've heard it before. All right, there's got to be an urban dictionary. Sports thing. podcast. Uh, glass bottom boat, it's called. I was blown away by the glass bottom boat when I first saw one as a kid, by the way. What do you mean when you first saw it as a kid? Yeah, like I when was I was first in a boat that was a glass bottom boat. I was obsessed with them. For oh, I thought cool. you were like, the first time I laid under a table. <laughs> <laughs> no, the real glass bottom boat. Not seeing someone shit on glass. 
That would have been funny as a kid if your mate did it as like a joke, but you wouldn't be doing it for a kink. So what are they called? Is it just called the glass bottom boat? Yeah. That's, are there people yeah, that do it? I'm like, sure there are people. Well, that like, do um, it. that's what I'm trying to work out. If there's, or is it just too clandestine, like the poo clubs? Uh, like, I don't know if there's specialist people that do it that have a name. Like, obviously, there are people like dominatrixes and stuff who do all sorts of weird things. Tom's implying the only like, people that do this are like rich billionaires. No, that's not what I'm implying. I'm saying I just heard somewhere. Everyone again, would that's, do it. That's rich, never a, rich or poor, mate. Yeah, it's not a. It's certainly not a financial thing. I had heard yarns about. I thought some like Middle Eastern billionaire type shit where they would fly chicks over to to glass bottom boats. I'm sure they do. Mm. Rich people do whoever the fuck they want. That's true. All right. Well, let's go. Let's move on. That let's, was a. That was. Good that lord. Was, yeah. I had forgotten that we were talking about that on Monday. There is a few more to come. Of that sort of yeah kink related yeah kink related okay well we obviously struck a chord with the kinks they're out there kinks you, out you need to cater to all audiences I think there's more kinks than you might think yeah I think so I got friends who are kinky like you hear about I've got I've got a mate that's kinky oh uh, yeah is it we think the same one no you wouldn't uh, well then there's another one who's kinky that I know well that we both know oh yeah I know him yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dior, cock and ball torture dribbler here. Don't really have any kinks. Just wanted to ring up and say good day. Kids never, busted nuts forever. Cheers, beers soon. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Statement. Yep. Statement. Statement. Thanks for the call. Yeah, look, I know it's fucking off season, but can you talk about something else but fucking snacks? Fucking chips this, kettle that. Fucking, Probably and not. by the way, just while we're on the subject, fucking Doritos undefeated fucking suck me balls. Fucking CCs, bro. Get out. This man has come on asking us to not talk about snacks and then tried to be a champion of CCs, which is embarrassing in and of itself. He might have a burner account, who knows. Look, CCs are all right. They're fine, but they're the chip of the burner account. They're not as good as Doritos. No. And... If we feel like talking about fucking snacks, we will. Oh yeah. We don't. We don't. Content not dictated by the dribbler as much as the dribbler might hope. We, we don't. Bear, we don't. We don't bear down to terrorists. No, we don't. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Thrasus uh, dribbler here. I uh, just finished listening to Monday Monday potty and thought I'd elaborate on some poo rhetoric. Um, so, Tom referring to when the poo is still in your bum hole and touching the water. This is referred to as a touchdown. Mm. Um, and as America's favorite pastime is NFL or gridiron, I wonder if the waterline being so high is because of their love of touchdowns. Do they genuinely enjoy poo being in their bum while it touches the water? And have you ever achieved a touchdown? Beer soon, Sarasis never. Good dribble, that. I don't know whether that's... It could be that the Americans just want to have a higher watermark in their toilet to achieve the touchdown. It's, a, it's an interesting question. I think there's a lot of truth in it. I personally... I probably have done a touchdown when I've been in America. I don't think I've done a touchdown in Australia. You'd have to be a serious motherfucker to be able to pull that off. I've probably gone for it. Like, I probably tried to get a touchdown in Australia back probably in my high school days when that was something you focused a bit more on. You know, you used to do reverse kangas and shit, thought it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, look, that's it's really 
It's from the reverse Kanga era of my well, life. Well, it's from, you know, I'm young and I'm, I'm Poo's sort of, funny. Poo's funny and, and, and maybe I want to wear it as a badge, the touchdown badge. Yeah. But an, an Australian touchdown is something you can hang your it's, hat on. An yeah, American yeah. one is... It's something you grow out of, I think. Yeah, I think so. Do you remember doing reverse Kangas? Do you ever do one of those? No. Nah. So that's where you sit... I know what it is. Oh, you do know what it is. You sit reverse on a toilet and shit and then it just leaves... It. You basically are just shitting on the porcelain. <laughs> I don't know what was fucking alluring about it other than it was just like, well, this is childish. Well, I think that's what... That's, you that's also the, have to take your pants completely off. But that's the allure. Yeah. That is, that's, that's the allure. You're right. The allure is I'm being childish. Yeah. And it's the name as well. It's a great the, name. Being able to say, oh, yeah, I just pulled a reverse kanga. Yeah, yeah. We used to do them in the boarding house all the time. Do you reckon there's blokes that subscribe to the reverse kanga full time? Like exclusively? Because they can lean on... Like if it's one of the toilets where the cisterns exposed it's not behind a wall and you can like lean on it like you're a cool dude leaning on a you chair could, you could lean on it you could put a, a coffee cup mug there prop your phone up prop your phone if you're up. in there for a while it could be a good play actually it's it would be more comfortable yes but it's like more if you're like i'm settling in here for maybe a 30 40 minute shit if, if you're hung over and you just like sort of like lean over yeah. and sort of bury your head in your arms yeah you get it you could not off you could not off look it's not the worst idea, but it, it, it's just like, is it worth it? Well, you got to clean up. That's the problem, right? It just goes straight onto the... Anyway. Anyway. On we go. Shout out to young Zoe Birmingham as well of four days old fame, or three days old fame, for potentially, waiting to hear back from Guinness, but potentially done the largest shit for a child under the age of four days. Uh, that I've ever seen. I sent it into Guinness. I sent the stool and the nappy and just said, can you please just ratify this for us? Um, they're coming back, but it seems like we, we could be onto a onto a world record here, which would be nice. We've got a plaque. We'll put it up in her bedroom and she like that. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Already a winner. We had a, uh, just on that poo, had like one of the most, again, like there's no cooling off period. You know when, well, I haven't bought a house, but you know when people buy a house and it's like there's a cooling off period after you like sign on it where it's like a period of everything just to sort of, there's no cooling off period between like having a child, having two of them and getting a moment to just be like settle into it. It's chaos from the moment they come back to the house in a great way, but like chaos it is. Evie Rose, mad as a cut snake, <laughs> fucking, you know. The other, yesterday, Zoe did one of the great shits. All time. All time, pound for pound. Could be the biggest shit ever done. Mm. Thinking how small she is. Wait for age. She's done this huge poo and I'm trying to clean it. It's harder to clean a poo on a brand new baby. It's very wet and their like legs are so used to being like bunched up like this for nine months that they're not, you can't straighten them to try and get all the nooks and crannies. And this poo's getting the better of me. Like... <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to take it's control. A handful. It's a fucking handful. Yeah. And Steph's there with Evie and Evie's running around. And then Steph's like, I've I've got as much of it as I can. She's still got the umbilical cord as well. And everything's so small, I'm like, I've almost got a bit of poo in that towards the umbilical cord, which is like that could get infected. You know, you don't want to So it's getting the better of me. And Steph's like, Do you want me to take over? I'm like, I think that's gonna be the best situation here because there's poo everywhere. It's on my hands. And then Steph's like, all right. And you, you're using like warm water in like these towels. And then as I'm going to like do you the don't, hand, You don't use wipes? Not with newborns. I right. don't know why. Cause maybe because they're cold. Thing. Something. But you just use warm water and these like wipes that you're... Right. You're basically creating wet wipes with warm water. Sure. 
as we're going to do the handover, Evie just running around the house. She's just got so much energy, and now she's also like fighting for fucking attention, airtime. Yeah. Runs straight into a wall, falls over, and starts crying. And she's like crying, crying. And I've got shit all over my hands. And Steph's just about to take over the poo. Then I've gone to go wash my hands, and I'm like, Evie's crying, and I'm like looking at Steph, going, "I'm covered in poo. You got to abort, abort the. I'll stick with the poo. You go fucking try and help Evie." And we're both like laughing, like, "Oh man, we are in the thick of it right now. <laughs> we're in the thick of it." Did, and did you get the job done? Did you best the poo? The poo best you. I. I struggled so much with the poo. I continued to best the poo. Steph settled Evie. I was taking so long to try and best the poo that she was able to settle Evie, then still come in and finish the job. Because Evie was settled. I washed my hands. I then took over from Evie. But the poo, it'll get you. So you're you're 0-1. Oh, no, I've I've gone back there. I I did a poo, I think, yesterday. And, like, I cleaned a a poo after that. You've got to get straight back on the horse, right? 1-0. I think it's about one all. You can't let it freak you out. If you have a bad a bad one, you just got to get straight back onto it. Fucking face the next ball. Face the next nut, baby. Anyway, let's move on. Eyes up. G'day, boys. Edward, Thomas, Dior, David. Uh, this is the small cock, hard rock dribbler. Sure. Just on the topic of back scratches and diff. Um, you just wanted to hear a bit of a story. Well, um, I was starting a new job this one day and, um, I wasn't too much of a fan of it. However, the woman that I was with, I was a fan of and she continuously scratched my back and I was starting a new job and, um, you know, we got into it the night before, you know, I wasn't looking for, um, the back scratches, but they happened. And, um, you know, I started my new job the next day and it turns out bloody the fucking uniform that they gave me, it was this like Hessian fucking material rubbed into me scratches, gave me a bad infection. Now I have scars on my back. Oh my God. In the shape of this, um, woman's, uh, fingernails. And I don't know. I sort of just try to look at it as, Love letters and a bit of sheet music on the back. Oh my god! Oh, I hated it. Farewell. Wow! Permanent reminder. Love letters on the back. Love letters on the back. I was going through our fucking inbox last night, and there was a there was a, a DM in there from a dribbler from like a month or two ago, and he was scr- it might have even been recent. I can't remember. And he was he was pretty fucking scratched up. Like the whole back was like. Oh, he showed us. Yeah. From a a, a guy took a photo of his mate, being like, "Have a look at this." He's just got back from fucking a session, and he's in he's in a bit of cock curry. Wow, dude! I don't want that in my life at all. But again, it's out there. It's out there. Whatever you're into, that's fine. But like to have an infected back is a huge. I'd love to see the pictures of the scars. Love but, to. Um, love to. Anyway, good shit. As long as that was, I, I missed the part. I hope he, I hope he enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I think he said he, he didn't hate it. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, boys. When is it okay to jump ship to another club? Supported the Broncos my whole life, but grew up around the Reckless Peninsula and surrounding areas. Always loved the Broncos, but there's something about your local team with Wayne at the helm that makes jumping ship seem reasonable. Thoughts? Anthony Seabold never Peninsula-based premiership soon. Cheers, boys. 
That is a tough question. Yeah, people have been asking us about this one. I, if you're from Redcliffe, like, and there's a, and, you're, and you suddenly get an NRL team, I think that's got to be play on, doesn't it? Even though they've removed Redcliffe from the name. Well, now, now I'm not so sure. Yeah. Now I don't know. Now I think you're all at sea. And that's the problem with removing the name is that you no longer. Obviously, it's like a bit of a fucking turncoat, yeah, like joke, but like. You remove the name. If you have fucking people who didn't have a team because Redcliffe are in Q Cup, they're going for the Broncos, and now it's like, oh, well, now we've got a team. It's like, we actually don't. Redcliffe don't have a team. It's just another NRL team. Yeah, it's weird. I think if, you're, if you've grown up around Redcliffe, I think that's probably play on. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Short like, yeah. that's your area. Yeah. That's where you're from. Yeah. But you've got to be from... Redcliffe, you've got to be born in Redcliffe. You've got to be from that part of the world. Yeah, but you've got to be born there, I think, or grew up there. But you've got to be like... You've well, got you to just have got to have a really strong association with that area. Yes. Like, if Manly just came into the comp now, I couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going for Manly, because I never lived there. My old man grew up in Manly, has basically reared me as a Manly fan. But if, like, a team just... Or even the Dolphins. I can't just go for the Dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just change teams because you like Redcliffe. You've got to have some connection there. You've, you've got to have the connection to that area. Yeah. Or you've got to not have a team. Yep. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, uh, what else you got? Nothing. What if you just really like dolphins? No. 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 Sorry, you can't just like the dolphin. Not enough. No, it's not. On we go. Hear me out, boys. Punters, dribblers, people alike. In 1986, the Aquarian Animal, the Parramatta Eel, won the comp. 40 years later, the Cronulla Shark won the comp. What's yours? 40 years post this, the umpteenth Dolphins will win the comp. It's an Aquarian life cycle. Load up. Good That's a serious futures market. An aquarium market. So in 40 years' time, the dolphins win the comp. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, but I think his maths is wrong. Well, I'm not because surprised by that. <laughs> so what did he say? 1986 eels won. To 2016, that's 30, that's 30 years, years, not yeah. 40. So, so he's saying in 2036, no, 2046... The Dolphins win the comp. Yeah. Okay. Again, get on it now. Probably get a good price. If you got on the blower to sports bet or someone and said, make me this market, I reckon they would. What do you oh, reckon yeah. you get? You get at least a thousand to one, wouldn't you? You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Because there's a lot of variables. The team even being in the competition still. It's a long time. It's fucking, it's not, it's not close. No, it's not at all. Um, all right, good stuff. Yeah, hey, P's and D's, P's and Wee's, Worcestershire sauce, dribbler here. Uh, quick brushes with Lane. Had a wedding with Riley Jacks of Melbourne Storm, less than 50 NRL games, fame. I uh, can confirm, did not leak the Munster and Bram Smith video. Cross that off your list. Keep it simple, keep it sexy. Take that as a comment. I'd be like, sister, wait. Didn't leak the monster what? 
the the video of Munster. Did anyone think that he did? I don't know. Not that I heard. Maybe there was the, that was I don't know. It must have been running around. I didn't hear that. Mm. There you go. Take that as a comment. Yeah, Russell's lame. Tom, Eddie, Dior, punters and the dribblers. The farmhand dribbler here. Just thinking about how they should definitely bring back Country City and make it national. Because I don't know about City Boys, and this is what I'd like to know about City Boys, but as a country boy, I hate City Boys. <laughs> I hate them. They could be a great bloke. I might love them. But a part of me would always hate a part of them. <laughs> I hate city boys. Fair enough. I get it. There's all there's like there's just that rivalry there, right? Yeah. It's like anything. I, I mean, think I think the worst thing they ever did was get rid of city country. That's the worst thing the NRL's ever done. Ever done. Because it was like it was a showcase event for the fucking nut trucker. Yeah. For the mediocre. Yeah. For the for the almost made it's. It's, it, was, it was putting up the nut trucker in dim lights. In dim, dim light, but great light. Yeah. Light that we all loved. Like games at Mudgee, games at yeah. Dubbo, games at Orange, games Car like... Car headlight lights. Games at Wargo, games at Aubrey. Like, you'd nip around the country and yeah. you'd fucking... People would get in there and they'd have a couple of schooners and a couple of meat pies. The and only reason I think... Mediocrity, it was yeah, great. It was a celebration of mediocrity. I think the only reason they stopped was like... Well, I think one of the reasons they stopped was like... Uh, Complain complaints from like clubs and shit have been like, what's the point of this game? Like you're fucking making players play another game and fucking you know like shut up. If you have like a if you have like a full buy round, you know like the internet like the Origin buy round, fucking all that sort of shit, and you you play well they fucked all that off now. I know the Sunday game's gone. Yeah, I know. So we don't get any of that buy weekend stuff now. I don't know what the fuck next season looks like now that there's 17 teams. No, that's not next season. That's the season after. 23, that's right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, who knows? With, um, when they did have the buy round and Origin was on Sunday, I think that would have been the perfect opportunity for some Saturday afternoon City Country one-off. Yeah, yeah. I think Saturday or Sunday afternoon City Country. Oh, sorry, Saturday afternoon, yeah, because you got the Origin. Although I don't mind a City Country lead-in. Don't hate that either. I always loved the Country shorts. Uh, yeah, the maroon and yellow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked it as well. City, I like brownie yellow. Yeah, yeah, it was like was well, maroni brownie yeah, yeah. and then the yellow. Um, City was blue and it's yellow. kind of like blokish colours. A little bit, not as maroon, no. uh, not as brown. Sorry, he has more. They have more maroon. Um, I can understand that. I remember growing up as well when City Country's on. You was like fuck the city side, but then now I've, I mean, you know, I still identify as a country lad, even though I. Well, no, I'd say it's a country. It's not the city, right? Certainly, it's not the city. It's not the city. But I'm not fucking out there whipping whips and driving cattle and shit. Most people from the country don't, don't do, do that. that. Exactly. <laughs> you know but I mean? yeah, exactly. But you know, like that's how it's defined. Is like you got to wear an Akuba and fucking allow flies to just sit on your face and cut balls and have off fucking seven hundred aerials on your and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's and our city people. That's how. That's the city, city view like of the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like it definitely is like country people hate city people more than city people hate country people. I think city people look down on country people. Yeah, but also country people I don't think city hate. people spend that much time thinking about country people. I don't think country people. 
No, spending. I think country people would spend more time thinking about city well, people. Yeah, then for, the other for, way, yeah. yeah, yeah for probably, me, a city yeah. person, I imagine I on the rare that. occasion I think about country people, they're just sitting there like daydreaming of life in the big city and the big smoke. And no, I think they're more like, like, no, like no, fuck no, life no, in no, the big no, city. No, 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 no. The city terrifies yeah. people from the country. They yeah. despise the Yeah, city. they hate it. Traffic, fucking Traffic, too busy. busy. Everyone runs everywhere. Like, they hate the city. When you get out to the country, and again, like... I mean, Barrow, again, not the country, but it was certainly... When I would go out to, like, mate's farms and shit, there is just a peacefulness to, like, the silence. There's just something so calm about, like, just being able to see fucking nothing but open space and, like, silence. It's like, of course you would fucking hate going to the city if that's what you grow up in. Like, it's fucking nightmare. You can see the stars and shit, like... It, the whole thing, you just be like, fuck this shit. I remember coming to Sydney when I was younger. Like, when you'd come up to Sydney and you'd be like, wow, this place is fucking fast. I remember, like, it would wig me out going to sleep and hearing cars and shit outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'd hear cars driving around. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Is what's all the, what's, What are people doing in cars at this hour? Yeah, because, like, we used to stay in, like, the city and shit, and it was, like, loud. Loud. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I remember the it's first like time. It's like when you stay by the coast for the first time, you're near the ocean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What this the is fucking fuck wild. is going on? Or like when I remember coming to Sydney and seeing cockroaches and being like, what the <laughs> fuck? These, these are just in the house. Like cockroaches and shit, even like, again, where I grew up was like when you were lifting up rocks and shit outside, you'd see bugs and widgety grubs. I, used, I was like, why the fuck are there cockroaches Witchity in the house? grubs, dude. Yeah. Love a witchity. Witchity? Widgety. Widgety, witchity. Witchity. Witchity grubs, yeah. Grubs. yeah. Thought so. Anyway, don't know how we got onto that. Whatever. There you go. Great dribble. Oh, yeah. He, he hates, hates, he hates city boys. Yeah. Sure. I get that. As I, in, I'm like, there's like an element of, yeah, I don't yeah, feel, yeah. I've, I'm sort of, I'm no longer real. Like I'm, I've been living in the fucking city for so long that it's not really something, but I know when you're younger or like, at least if you were just, if, if that's all you still were doing, yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. understand where he's coming from where you're just like, <laughs> again, like there's just that bit where you're like, fuck those cunts. Yeah, of course. Of course. Bit of fucking friendly banter, mate. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Bring back city country. Hey, Tom, Eddie, the old Dave of uh, depressing dolphin story fame. <laughs> it's the old Tony Growler here, published author of A Dribbler's Day Out. And uh, just finished listening to uh, The Gravy Barons. I loved all the dolphin chat. It was really, really good and, uh, and illuminating. And I had some ideas for, for the Redcliffe Dolphins. I'm not sure what their mascot's going to be. It may just be, you know, similar to the Cronulla Sharks that have a few sharks running around. They might just have a few dolphins. I was thinking the DO could apply for the job. And you guys may need to speak to St. PVL for this to get it across the line. But what would happen is at the end of the game, you know, he would either, if they win, we chuck him a puffer fish. Now, I'm not sure if Dior is immune to the neurotoxins of a puffer fish. You know, you can let me know. But if they win, maybe you give him like a, a novelty-shaped puffer fish bong and he gets to rip one on the field in front of all the fans. Now, if he loses and Redcliffe, yeah, Redcliffe lose, then we get uh, Soyang Glenn to come down from his dolphin palace and wank Dior off <laughs> and then run away never to be seen again, putting Dior into his... Uh, depressing slumber as he as he told us about not sure how to go but i reckon you're sitting on that beer garden up top there'd be pretty hectic <laughs> so yeah that's my thoughts let me know if you reckon it can be done and uh tom if you had the baby by now congratulations Thank uh, you. and if not good luck mate see you soon 
that's as dribbly as it gets. That's really dribbly. Listen, um, I don't know if we'd be able to get that off the ground. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty out there. That's as out there as it gets. We want. I mean, I think the easiest part of that would be getting three and Glenn to wank Dave off on the field. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's a probably phone that's call. probably doable. That's a phone call. Yeah, three and Glenn, he'd, he'd be up for. Something I think like the that. biggest issue would just be around Dave being able to survive the neurotoxins of a puffer fish. <laughs> anyway, anyway, on we go. On, on we, we go. go. Tom, Eddie, Dior, P's and D's. It's the Wink Dribbler. Uh, just got a quick dribble for you, boys. Um, so the other night I was working late at the office and I walked past the skip bin in a car park and this lady, looking all sheepish, saw me seeing her dumping a cheeky load into whoever's skip bin that it was. Um, now, I don't know what came over me, but maybe some primal instinct. But I winked at her. Now, that, that wink was a way to say, like, obviously, like, hey, babe, it's all good, play on, who gives a fuck? But it, it made the young lady happy, and guess it, it averted a pretty awkward situation. So, yeah, obviously, uh, the wink's done wrong if you're sort of tuning a bird or something, comes off creepy as fuck, right? But my question for the boys is, are winks play on for the dribbler? And, like... <laughs> Are there any other modern applications for the week? <laughs> Shout out to the Bristol Dribbler, beer soon and winks maybe. A wink's all about context. A wink is about how you is about delivery, right? Like con- when and where you when, where, how, who, what, where, why, when. I'll give you an example. Let's just say you've finished off a a coffee, a coffee, and you're like near the bin, but you're not that near, and you throw it and it goes in. Someone looks at you. You can give them a wink. You can give them a wink. That's fine. Because they see all that happening. You and know what you're I mean? Like, and you're like, you see that, bro? Everyone saw Bang, that. Yeah. wink. I'm a fucking weapon. If you're, I think winking at a chick unsolicited, if you're trying to tune them, is 100% not play on. It's gross. But in, but the, that wasn't, but in, but in his context, where he, he's just loading up someone else's skip bin and yeah. someone sees him and he winks at her, he's basically saying, I know I'm doing something wrong. You know I'm doing something wrong. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Let's just leave yeah, yeah, it between yeah. you and I, shall we? Because we know that this skip being uncovered, pretty valuable. Yes, to all of us. To all of us, and can be to you. Yeah. My secret, your secret, our secret. I won't tell if you don't tell. That's what the wink's saying. Yeah, that wasn't a tuning wink. That was him just. That was him just knowing I'm being a, I'm being a little bit sneaky here, and I'd like it was a sneaky wink. But if you're in the gym, say, and you're wearing a singlet that's showing off your nipples, and you're walking around winking at people. You're a good chance to get knocked out. Yeah, or arrested or both. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of other modern applications, I've provided one already. Yeah, I think it's, it's look, it's a contextual wink, right? Uh, if you're lying and you're just trying to let someone else in the room know you're lying, you know what I mean? If you're trying to fucking bullshit a mate, and you're like, yeah, yeah, no, of course it is. <laughs> Little quick wink to Eddie there. You guys think that I'm telling the truth. You can't see this eye obscured winking at Eddie. He now knows. He's in on the joke without even having to be... It's a non-verbal way of communicating. Yeah, it is. Like just a nod on a... Like a little nod, eyebrow raise. But the eyebrow raise is more telling sometimes depending on which way you're facing. Because yes. the nose will Can obscure, obscure one, eye. one eye. Bang. Bang. We're, we're winking at each other right now. now. If you're watching the YouTube, you can't tell that we're winking at each other. You can't see that. Now we're up to no good and you're not aware. You're not aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wink soon. That's what I'm saying. Wink, Wink soon. soon. Fucking oath. Contextually.
But don't wink at, wink at women in, no. in an effort to get fucking laid because... No, that's sleazy as fuck <laughs> and it's, it's so making sleazy. them uncomfortable. As soon as some guy winks at you, I assume, and you're like, it's just... what Women can wink at men, though. Of course they can. Yeah. It's still not that... It, like, as a man, a chick winking at me isn't really that fucking alluring. I'll be Depends honest. Depends what they're doing. 100%. But it has to be done. That's what I mean, though, right? Unless it's done, being done in, with something... Pretty fucking sexy. A wink is a like, okay, sure. What about walking out of the water? And you're walking in, she's walking out. Yeah, and but you, there's, and you but get there's, a wink. But there's sexiness built into that because they're assume they're in a bikini. If they're in fucking like jeans and a t-shirt walking out of the water, <laughs> and they wink at you, you're going, okay, who the fuck's that? <laughs> Yeah, cargo pants, like, hang on. <laughs> the filled with water yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, these yeah, fucking yeah, pockets yeah, yeah. sagging with ocean water. You're not really fucking appreciating that wink. The wink's context. Yeah. If you have winked at someone and it's gone well for you, I'd like to hear it. I don't believe it already. You don't believe it? I already think it's bullshit. Because no one finds the wink as sexual thing. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's a sneaky... How you doing? Huh? Line. Yeah, We're can't be done. Cheeky. Nah. Can't be done. I don't buy it. On we go. Good dribble. Good Thomas. Dribble. Edward. Mm-hmm. Quick question for you guys. I'm a long neck dribbler here. Do you guys prefer a tin or a stubby? <laughs> Jokes on you guys. Fucking long neck always. Be soon. Okay. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say always. I'd if say a long neck goes warm. If it's 40 degrees and I've nipped into the bottle to get a fucking, uh, a nice refreshing beverage. beverage, nice refreshing lager, I'm not getting a longie, bro. Well, it just, like, it's warm by the time you finish it, so it's just not really, it's all, again, context. Uh, I don't... There's a time, you can have a longie, though. Of course you can have a longie, that's what I'm saying. If it's a... If nice it's, afternoon. Sunsetting, bit of a breeze, bang. Longy up. I don't drink as many longies as I used to. Longies was a house party thing for me. You get a you get a few longies and something else. I used to drink far more longies than I do now. Mm. I like longies though. I'm thinking now I might need I like to get a longie. Yeah, I, would, I need to get a longie. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind a longie. Um, I'd like a longie now. I could, would as well. I'm not because I'm still off the piss. But Imagine there's a couple of longies on the table. We should release a beer that's just only in Longy, only available in Longy's. Call, Call it Longy's. Longies. <laughs> <laughs> or you just call it Longy's and even the fucking stubby, stubby sizes are just shaped like Longy's. Or call them shorties. Longy's, <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> like if, if stubby size is shaped like a Longy, but it's smaller, then it's just like a stubby. Yeah, but you're just that's calling a it is. a shorty. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Longy's shorties. Shorty, yeah. All right. Don't steal that. Don't steal that. But, I mean, you, you know, you probably will. Hey, boys. Just a goon and juice dribbler Good here. to hear from you. Uh, just read the chat on the quiet aisle. Um, when I was a little fella, I always got told I was going to be put on the bus with no windows. Got no fucking idea why that was scary at all. But... To me, it just fucking always gave me the creeps. So I was just wondering if you'd continue that conversation and tell me what you were scared of when you were little. Thanks, boys. Wait. I was terrified of the Yotha Yindi song, Treaty. (laughs) 
terrified of it. I know. And like my my parents would always play it because it's obviously a fucking dope song. But uh, it scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. I love the song now, but I was that for some reason it scared the fuck out of me. I don't know if like I was scared, scared, but I found it really unpleasant. It was um. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I get that, dude. When they're like going down the river and there's the Oompa Loompas and it's all just a bit Bruh, much. Augustus Gloop essentially drowns in a fucking <laughs> yeah. chocolate river. You're like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. I don't I know if I'm ready it, for I, this. Yeah, I'm like, the energy of this movie is all wrong. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I still think that's the case with that movie. I wouldn't watch it. I haven't watched it since. I'm like, nah, the, it's not for me. It's not my cup of tea. And like people, like four people living in a bed and shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? They can't walk? They can't walk and... You know, like the ending is like positive, I suppose. But also, but Willy Wonka being really before that, to him and shit. Yeah, Remember? yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. And that Violet shit, she's really sport and like. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Every like all this bad shit happens to kids in that movie. I don't. Yeah, I don't love it. It wigged me out, dude. That's it? such a good point. I, yeah. It's like I'd never put my finger on it, but I always, as a kid, it wasn't like one where it's like, "Oh, this is a classic. You gotta watch." It was like this is. It wasn't Toy Story, bro. No, you know it, what yeah, I mean? it might be a classic, but it has got some fucking weird energy the whole way through. The, yeah, it's got fucking weird energy. Yeah, I think the energy is completely off. Yeah, don't like that. It. Might sound controversial, but I back you hundred percent. Thank man. you, buddy. Appreciate that. I completely understand that Yotha Yindi might not be one you're backing me on, <laughs> but. It's very, yeah. it's very particular. Do you, ever see yeah, it's Os- do you ever see Osmosis Jones? No, but I've heard that before. That scared the shit out of me when I was younger. It's, it's about like, basically it's like an animated thing where these dudes are germs inside this like guy's body and the guy gets really sick. And I don't like, they just, Christ. yeah. It's weird. Was this a cartoon for kids? It was a movie. Yeah, it was a kid's movie. Fucking hell. I oh, remember well. when I was a kid, I watched... Um, must have been, is it, what's the movie where she gets fucking chopped up in the motel? Is it Scream? Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Is that it? Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. American Psycho? No. no just like just Al- Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock Psycho. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, put, yeah. you know, when you put on ski movies and you're at sleepovers when you're a kid and mm-hmm. shit. And then I remember we were driving from Dubbo to the Gold Coast and we stayed a night at a border town. I can't remember. <laughs> Yetholm? No, yeah. it's Yetholm. By the way. Yeah, sorry for everyone there. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, border town, New South Wales, Queensland. And I remember we were driving around, like, looking for somewhere to stay. And I was, I just had psycho on my mind the whole fucking time. So if anything remotely looked like etch, I was just nah-brained going, no, 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 not there. Yeah. Wasn't admitting why. But, but just, internally, I was all at sea. Just going, fuck this, mate. We, like, we're going to get chopped the fuck up in one of these places. We went, me and my mum and my brother went on like an outback trip with a bunch of families, like four wheel driving, just out to the centre and all that sort of shit. And when we were coming back, like, we're all in a convoy, but when we were coming back, we were like just by ourselves. And we stopped at some Airbnb. Uh, sorry, not an Airbnb, a bed and breakfast, which was before the Airbnb. The so, Airbnb. Like, uh, exactly. So that you, you're in there with like people who you're in someone's fucking house and they like cook you food and shit. And we got in there and for whatever reason, it was etch as fuck, dude. Like we're in there, the woman kind of coming in, you know, that like, again, like psych, like a crazy sort of like a bit of an etch uh, vibe to this woman and her husband and anything. And then we're like, oh yeah, cool. And like mum felt a bit weird. Me and Will felt weird. And then we were just like, mum was like, I reckon we fucking bail from him. We were like, yeah. We were young. I was like 13. Will would have been 12. And it was like, this is just a bit fucking etch in the middle of nowhere. 
really long drive got there at night it was all fucking weird then we're like all right we're just going into town for dinner and just pack the bags and fuck see off. you later yeah yeah fuck stay me. in a motel in town good fuck call this shit. good call good anyway. call on that shit did you see that little girl that got taken from the tent in western australia bro, 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 bro. that's nightmare nightmare stuff that's they fucked obviously up obviously haven't found her i assume no not yet that's fucking, that is uh, the worst case scenario. I wonder me. if that's like another William Tyrrell thing. Well, I mean, a child going missing fucking is a William Tyrrell thing because he went missing. It's just a, it's just a. Well, I mean, just in a sense of like, not family or something they just haven't discovered yet. You know what I mean? There's some, there is some unknowns to a degree. Well, there always is with those things though, right? Like you never know. You, you don't know who the fuck it is until you fucking know who it is, right? It could be the family. It could be someone completely fucking random it's just the worst if it is someone random that's and they've, and they've unzipped a tent and fucking taking a kid in that's as brazen as it fucking in gets. the middle of the night is fucked up yeah it's as brazen as it gets it's terrifyingly brazen and it makes you like you cannot fucking take your eye off them i wouldn't and again like that's not what you wouldn't go camping no that's not what i'm saying uh and again like for the family you feel fucking horrible i think for me as like uh probably someone who thinks overthinks that shit maybe because the reality is that most of the time this would not happen to anyone it's an unlucky circumstance if someone's come and taken them but i would i think always like they were in another room of the tent or something or they're in another yeah i would yeah. just be they'd be right in my fucking sight and they would be between i'd be between them and a door which is easy to say now we're hearing about some fucked up story. Who knows? But it's just like, maybe now it's I've heard the story, that's how I'd be. But I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I know it's fucking mean. horrible though. It's horrible. It made me feel sick. Hopefully she's okay. Tom, Eddie, Dior, how are we? Just a quick one right here with the boys on the uh, Friday. Uh, escalated a little bit. Um, Cabarita Beach, Raider here, by the way. Um, just a bit of a word on the Dolphins coming in. Diehard Broncos fan, everyone in the room is as well. Just want to let you know we're not scared whatsoever. So um, the way I put it, Broncos, pretty much like fancies next year. Reynolds coming in. That groin's going to be good to Bring go. Tony back to the suite. Yeah, Tony's going to be sucking toes all offseason. He's going to be in a red-hot form. Um, Sob Kelvin Solo, whatever his name is, fullback. Some ripping and tearing. Kelvin um, so yeah. Just want to let you know the Broncos are not scared of the Dolphins. Bit of an empty dribble here, but yeah, Cabarita Beach Raider here. Northern Rivers bring Cody back to Cabarita. We love him and uh, peace out, Dave. Stay up the fucking bombs, mate. <laughs> Boys are on. Not scared of the Dolphins. Not scared of the Dolphins. Ready to rip and tear. Maybe they are though. That's what they had to say. Maybe. You know I mean? Cabarita Beach. I would have thought it'd be Titan though. Well, good for you for knowing where that was. I didn't. It's like right next to Kingscliff. Right. Which is south of Brunswick Heads. All right, fucking Mr. Geography. Which is right near Coolangatta, which is the Gold Coast. Okay, but there you go. Which is also in New South Wales, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. So well, then I thought that'd be more of a fucking night. Manly fan. Manly. Yeah. Well, that's the closest site. Oh, Newcastle. 
What are we saying? We're saying that those blokes sounded fucking scared shitless. Yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. Broncos fans terrified, I think, is what you take from that. You can't tell me that as a Broncos fan, you're not terrified of Wayne Bennett, the only bloke you've known success with coaching fucking a team just north of you. Yeah, you who, know, who, who have an increased salary cap to bring in fat and, dick throwers. And, then, and what? Maybe they bring in Munster and a Ponga and they've all got all these fucking weapons. Like, tell me you're not scared. Tell me you aren't terrified. You're a liar. You're a liar. Liar. Uh, how many more of these you got, Dave? Um, I think still a fair few. How maybe many did still, you fucking still, save? Maybe still around 10-ish. I reckon we don't do fucking 10 more. What do you we do eight more minutes. Two, eight more minutes. Four, Get us through five, to midday. Eight more minutes. Eight more minutes. There is exactly 10 left. Okay. Eight more minutes. Eight more minutes. Let's go. Dear Dave, I've caught wind that uh, a colleague of mine has gone by the name... Uh, Long neck dribbler. I'd just like to inform you that he, in fact, has had less beers than Tommy B in the last couple of months and hits him about as hard as Tommy B hits pads. So I'd suggest you cull that from the potty. <laughs> Tin on, brothers. Oh, the bloke that just called in. Yeah, he's saying get rid of him. He's saying the guy who called in, like, I'm Mr. Long neck. He doesn't. Doesn't even drink. <laughs> Devo, look at that. He got on and then two seconds later he gets roasted. While I've got it in my memory though, Dave, mm. did you hear last podcast on Monday how you got yes. called out for being yeah, a line-cutting piece of shit with uh, your cronies? I was quite put out that I was completely roasted on the podcast where I didn't have a right of reply. Yeah, I know. Well, now you're right now. All right. Do you want me to tell you what happened? So it was our friend. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, okay. okay, okay. I just, well, firstly, I want to start off by saying if this dude, your mate, whoever it is, is outraged, he's clearly not that outraged because none of them said anything to anyone in the line. No, he said that. Also, everyone is cutting in. But anyway, it was my oh, good okay. mate, Brett slash Rex's birthday. And... I was meeting two other friends there who had got there a bit before me and I just me the one person being me walked into line with my two friends there we might have been joined by some other girls later but that wasn't up to me but yeah the line we stood in line for an hour and a half it was one of the most torturous experiences of my life so, so, so it didn't make a difference if there was one extra person so firstly your retort was basically just confirming everything you said well yeah I did cut the line you tried to say your mate Brett's it. birthday makes a difference which it doesn't well, yeah, fair enough. I will say, though, the waiting in line, something I think you tolerate is like a 20, early 20s. I get, you get to a point where you go, oh, there's a line? Not going. But that's, that's, no, that's why I said it was Brett's birthday because we would have been fucking out of there straight away if our friends weren't already in there celebrating his birthday. So we were like, fuck, we've got to stay in this line. Because yeah. it opened up upstairs and they were trying to get people from the line to be like, yo, you can go up upstairs, there's no line. But everyone just stayed in line. Why yeah, I, I, can't do, I can't do a line anymore. No. Well, I can do a line. I can't do when? fucking... When will you do a line? Well, if it's 20 minutes, maybe. If there's a reason, like you're going For to... what? A, well, I'm saying like if you're... If, as to Dave's, like if your mate's in there and you've got a birthday to go to or something, I'll wait 20 minutes in a line. Geez, <sighs> I wouldn't be happy about it. Of course you wouldn't be happy about it. If it was my fucking birthday and I was at some place, although I wouldn't have my birthday. But you wouldn't place. have your place. That's the no. thing. Yeah. That's all we're like. I'd line up if I may be in another country. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Because it's like, like a, it's just part of my journey. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't go to the sheaf on a Wednesday night to line up with 19 year olds. No. I can promise you that. No, 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 no. That's done. Those days are done. Big time. Big fucking time. Huge time. I don't think I'd wait more than in like a venue line now. More than five minutes. Yeah. 
So, Dave, you just basically saying you pushed him. Well, I did, yeah. <laughs> Tough shit. But I mean, I mean <laughs> Tough shit. And as you kind of said on the podcast, not only am I Dior Dave and get the perks that come with being Dior Dave, oh, but I also, I also worked at Beach Road for two years, pretty much built that place with my own two hands. Right, so you the feel like you can do what you want. Anyway, yeah. They should have just let you in, really. Yeah, they they should really let you should have. I was, did yeah. you drop your name to the bouncer? Uh, no, but the like old license, the licensee and stuff came past and saw me. And I think if I wasn't with like four other people and they weren't just doing one in, one out, then I would have been let in. Because on Wednesday night before that, I walked straight in and missed the line and got an escort. So oh, okay, right. Yeah. So you, so you are a bit of a name down there. Just a little bit. It depends who you ask. The people that have been there for a while know me. The newbies, not so much. No, they yeah, they don't know the respect that they I don't deserve. pay the respects to yeah. the the king of Bondi. Yeah, exactly. Or the king of Dover Heights. Yeah. King of the Beachy. Yeah. yeah, haven't been in the Beachy for a while. No, it'll it's, be nice to get back there in a bit of sun. So it's, is, it, is, like, is it still pumping up the top there on Wednesdays? Are they yeah. still like bands and shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went last night, got in just before 12 and the DJ and shit was going off. Cause dance you got in just before now. midnight. At Fuck, Beach, that's yeah. that's, that's just such that young before. living. That young, young living. I remember it. It was good stuff. Mm. But there's no way I'm rocking up to another venue at midnight unless I have been fucking on it all goddamn day. Do you know what I mean? You'd need help. Certainly would. All right, should we go one more? Last one. Last one. This will be a nice one to end on. Tom, Eddie, Melbourne-based dribbler here, punters and dribblers. Just been watching some Robolinda 2 videos to get in the mood, get in the zone, get the vibe up for the summer of cricket. Just want to want, just wondering, is there any better feeling and sound than Ricky Ponting winning the toss and saying, we'll have a bat? Listen to this. It, it is a call. It is a tail, Ricky. Four holes up for Ricky. Anything changing? No, no, we're going to do the same thing again. We're going to have a bat this morning. Uh, Wicket looks okay. It's a little bit more. Like Ricky Ponting, hairy forearms, blazer, tattered baggy green. We're going to have a bat this morning. Fuck, it feels good. Australia forever, England never. Five no ashes soon. Be <laughs> Fucking dribble. Right, dribble. Fucking terrific. There isn't much better than hearing that. Save that. That's that's yeah, that's a ripper. That's a fucking ripper. It's so niche. We should almost it. just fucking put that on a loop and release it as a podcast. Ricky Ponting saying we'll have a bat. <laughs> loop it for like an hour. Finicharia, make that a song. Yeah, we'll put it up as a, a sleep companion, which we haven't done for a while. We actually should release a summer sleep companion for cricket. Yeah. Just the I, sound I of fucking... The sound of willow hitting leather. Yeah. Um, that's us. Long one, I think, for this Thursday. It was. But good. Uh, but good. Shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Burner account soon. Peace. Could you two just not talk anymore? Punters and dribblers just need to tell you about uh, the number one rosé ever created. That is uh, Big Day Rosé. Your boys here, obviously, Rosé Barons, amongst other things. Don't mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's light, in colour, dry, and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it. Whenever you want it. Well, type thing. The the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge, just getting cold as fuck. We've always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. 
and fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, real fuck well, me drink eyes. Me a eyes. lingering stare. Yes. And had friends over the other night, and obviously I was like, I slipped a bottle out for everyone. Getting stares. Yeah, I was getting stares. It was sort of like whistling at me from the fridge. <laughs> Got out there, ripped the top off it, and we all enjoyed it. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Like, they're just a rose doesn't get better. Still rose drinking season two. It's, in earnest. Oh, God, yeah. It's she fucking won't. hot as shit. 37, 38. They're talking 40 this week, mate. 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rose drinking season. It is. If you Come haven't got on. any, if you haven't got any, get some. Get some now. While the getting's good, because the getting won't be good for much longer. Hellosport.shop. Big day rose. Get You're it. Welcome. Get it down. You gob. <laughs>